Professor Jimbo's, 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 Dice Bag. Shit under wraps. No, that's fine. I'm trying, you know. They're from Queensland. It's a different culture. We all know Queensland's fucked, mate. Yeah, I feel bad because thanks everyone for making it so I now need to edit the beginning of the recording because it starts with meth rocks and then like loud laughter. No, that's that's appropriate. That's appropriate. Like, first of all, Jim, you don't edit. I do edit a little. Just not how actual podcast is edit. As a treat. <laughs> uh, hello and welcome to Professor Jimble's Dice Bag Podcast. We're here with the Tree of Tales crew. Woo! Hello. Yeah. Hello. We're here to play some Tree of Tales and talk a little shit. A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Um, so, look, about the editing thing. I could do more. I even know how and have been practicing. Um, oh. But th- the key thing from here would be to start recording each person with a different mic. If I have separate audio channels, which I should be doing, then mm-hmm. I could absolutely make it sound good. Not amazing, but good. I mean, to be clear, when we say you don't edit, we're not doubting your abilities or even criticizing you, just we know that you don't do that. <laughs> That's the yeah. secret. I'm always doubting myself. <laughs> well, stop it. Ah, shit. Yeah, that. that's our job. <laughs> yeah, got me there. <laughs> but yeah, um, so we're on we're on Discord, which yep. might might drop out because there's been some weird shit going on with Discord today. I can check the server status. Yeah. So heads up if there's a weird gap that needs to be filled up. <laughs> um, um. Phrasing. Hell. I don't know. that all systems are operational now, so it should be fine. Okay. Good. Neat. Great. Neato. So intros. Yeah, okay. So let's start from the top. Today, I would like to hear your name, your character, your pronouns, and your favourite Ghibli film, which we will argue about for the next hour. So we are doing a discussion episode. We'll find out. <laughs> so, from the top of the list. Uh, don't poke me aggressively. Um, I'm Dev. I play Linder, she, her, and fuck, I don't know what my favourite Ghibli film is. Um, I have a soft spot for Totoro because... I saw it in the second grade, and it was my first Ghibli film ever. So probably that. And I lose my mind over any Totoro merchandise I see. He's very toyetic. He's adorable. He's baby. Yeah. He's good, like, spirit of nature. Mm. Big boy. should probably watch my neighbor Totoro. Uh, yeah, you, you are should. a soft boy. You will cry. Just, just warning. Oh, shit. I'm not going to be able to handle it. Next. Like, it's good and happy and sweet, but it also deals with, like, how children cope with grief and hardship. Yeah, alright. Oh, a standard film. Yeah. Hmm. Sounds like watching it will summon Luke, which I have no problem with. (laughs) (laughs) Children dealing with grief. Uh, yeah. That is very much their style, yeah. That was a really good game at Fenway last year. Mm. Oh, um, no, I'll keep it a secret. Uh, Next on the list, Eliza. Alright, my name's Eliza, I play Twain, they, them, and now I'm just going to preface this with I have read the book, so I am familiar, uh, well acquainted with the original material. My favourite is Howl's Moving Castle, and no, I will not be taking criticism at this time. I think it made some interesting and well thought out cuts. 
It's solid. Yeah, nice. Didn't you know that it's... Sorry, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, 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 do go on. Feel free to... No, no, I've, at... I've, seen, I've seen lots of people, like, any time someone mentions um, that they like Howl's Moving Castle, there's always some fuckhead who pops up and is just like, well, I don't think it's very accurate to the original material. It's like, you like the little mermaid. <laughs> I just, I just want to put in that, you know, like I do teach creative writing at a university and um, I feel like I'm qualified to speak on uh, and narr- narrative editing. Yeah. And, and there's a, there's a, this is just for everyone listening. Um, there's a lot in the book which I was like, hmm, mm, this is some weight that could have been cut. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Neat. Yeah, I really liked Husband and Castle. Hmm. I liked it a lot too. Sophie was about. And Hal was an extra bitch. I wonder why people, why Jimbles likes. I'm hard pressed to enjoy anything that Christian Bale is in, but like, I dug it. Yeah. yeah you could just watch it subbed. I could, but then I, like, can't draw while I watch it or be on my phone. That's true. You know, I like to do multiple things at once. Me too. I imagine we're all looking at memes now. Um, no, I'm not. Okay. Just casually scrolling through Reddit. <laughs> Next on the list, we have we have Jade. Uh, yeah, uh, I'm Jade. Uh, she, her. Definitely no, no. Um, my favorite Ghibli film is also House Moving Castle. Or... Hell yeah! Yeah. <laughs> when when Marnie was there, which I think is a more recent one. That's that a good film. Good. That one is really sweet, but also sad, and I love it. Hmm. <laughs> the um. When Marnie was there, it seemed like the strongest queer baiting till it turned out to be... Oh, spoiler. Yeah. Oh, well. I made Ian watch it, and I was like, just anything you do, don't don't ship it. <laughs> That's the mistake I made. <laughs> and see, the problem is, when, when Jade says that, I'm like, is one of them going to turn out to be a sadist? Because that's what always happens when... It's like, don't ship these people in anime. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so often when we're watching anime together and I'm like, that kind of shit, she's like, no, one of them turns into a sadist. <laughs> nice. Okay, thankfully I mean, not the case in this movie. If you're movie. some of our friends, some of them turning into a sadist is incentive to ship it. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, long suffering. It happens. Okay, let's do. So next we... We I'm, have a James. I'm James. Uh, I play Gav. Uh, I'm a he him. And my favourite Ghibli film is Nausicaa and the Valley of the Wind. Because it's fucking rad. Um, I I really enjoy the, the world building and the everything about it, except possibly some of the musical choices. Which is so funny. Because we, we actually watched it last night. Uh, and there are moments of like late 80s synth pop. Like bursting into this post-apocalyptic, uh, grim, used future that are very, very funny. Uh, also, also different from the, the manga it's based on, uh, for better and worse, but they're both great, so whatever. It, it's the best one. I love it. Hmm. Oh, um, runner-up, though, is uh, Castle in the Clouds. Yeah. Is what I meant to say, yes. <laughs> Which means something very different in Spanish. Yeah, I bet. Okay. That's me. Next, we have an Ian. Uh, yes, I'm Ian. Uh, he, him. I play Brayden. Um, and uh, favorite is difficult because, like, 
it's hard for me to rate Ghibli films as like one being better than the other because they're they they have very similar notes to all of them so I'm just going to throw out one that I, I still really like um, equally as much as pretty much all the other ones that have been mentioned here, but I'm going to talk about Ponyo, um, which, like, aside from the fact that I noticed that, like, it was Liam Neeson almost instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Ponyo is Liam Neeson? No, Ponyo is not Liam Neeson. <laughs> Although! <laughs> However, vastly improved film if the entire film was voiced by Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Um, no, I... I, I liked the fact that there was the, just this, like, section in the middle where, like, they were just, like, going along on, like, a toy boat and just hanging out with some other random people in the village who were also on a boat, and it, it didn't have any, like, any real, like, major impact on the rest of what was going on, but it was just nice. It was, it was it was just nice. You felt happy watching it. And so, you know, I was sitting there being like, you know, the, 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 the narrative, uh, like, literary critic in me is just like, ooh, I wonder how this is going to be related to what happens later. And it wasn't, I was, uh, you know, I came out of, I'm like, well, it was still good. <laughs> good. Sounds perfect. <laughs> uh, oh, me. Um, I'm Professor Jimbles. I'm he, him. I play NPCs and... It's going to be fun, this one. I'm really excited, too. And my favourite Ghibli film is Kiki's Delivery Service, because it's the best one. It has a weird, friendly artist that lives in the woods. It has a friendly bakery family. Like, that's on board, best one ever. It includes a witch that has a few spells, but mainly just flies around in a broomstick. That's fantastic. Uh, we recently had a lot of fun like going through Ghibli films that we've not seen in a long time or in some my case haven't seen at all we haven't got we haven't got to Kiki's yet we did do The Cat Returns and that's a time The Cat Returns is a beautiful fever dream it's great to be interested in me watching that yeah, you should it's really fun it's fantastic it's got yeah. Tim Curry in it you can't go wrong oh my it's god true. really yeah holy shit Fantastic. That's an Ian tag there. And then Carrie Ells as the cat Ooh. protagonist. Ooh. Also an Ian tag. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. <sighs> okay. So we should probably uh, go over what happened last session. Mm-hmm. It's been a little while, but not longer than a fortnight. So who's got notes? Found a couple in the woods who were both heckin' dead. Mad dead. And one of them they really want kids but one of them thought the other one was gonna get kids like get dead kids um, <laughs> yeah the, and, the, uh, like abduct and kill a child to have a kid because they're ghosts because yeah. they are ghosts Ooh, ghost. uh, straight up accused one of them of being emotionally manipulative and a gaslighter and trolls Fire yeah that's about how that went general. that i can remember yeah it was pretty pretty uh that is a simple session. Yeah. yeah, was essentially the entire episode um, dealing with these fascinating ghost NPCs that were totally worth the time. So, sort of like just being in a room with the two ghosts and being like pleasantly baffled. <laughs> like, I this may as well happen today. This, this drama has been going on for a while, and we're just like bumbling into it. All right. Hi, hello. It's your friendly neighborhood weirdos. Let us sort your problems. Eliza, can your next character please have that voice? <laughs> I'm not <opposed> to this. Marriage <laughs> is a safe word for you. 
I do have that backup character that I told you about, and I wouldn't be opposed to giving the voice to this one. Hmm? <laughs> That's right. Okay. We can just we just kill all of you guys. It won't have some sort of lasting impact. It'll be fine. I, mean, I have a backup character in case Leonard bites it. Don't we all know that that's not going to happen? So fine. Leonard's a beast. Well, yeah, but also like Jim made it pretty clear there won't really be any TPK. Very unlikely. That's a damn sure. It doesn't have to be a TPK. It could be a 1PK. Yeah, when it's dramatically resonant. Mm. Listen, all I'm saying is if I have, like, a way to emotionally fuck everybody up in this group, I will take it. Oh, I've already told James, like, it's in my back pocket that Linda's the kind of person that'll just walk away. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. (laughs) Now, did we actually leave the house at the end of the last session? I don't think we did. I think they both... Went off to, like, discuss and hadn't come back. And I think we decided to not stay, though, because there was food and we ate and we rested. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think we were staying the night. we decided where we were going to go from there. Right, we were going to go after the, uh... Because they said that the the spirits are probably... The the fire elementals have probably come from the direction of the Lich Town. Here in Lichburg. Lichburg. So... Um, shall we say after a nice, essentially long rest that you don't strictly need because you're already long rested? We did have a fight, but yeah, we did have a fight. No, we did didn't. we? I don't think no. so. Oh, I mean, yeah. I guess because we had we had a rest at the start of that session, and then we walked a little bit and had the ghost times. So had some yeah. good good ghost times, but that's about it. We can, we can we can have a not mechanically important long rest where our character just like sit around and like chill. Make it doesn't, doesn't have to give us HP and like spell slots for it to be a legitimate sit down. Just make out a little bit, you know, the usual. Yeah. Yeah. Buff those horns. Buff those horns sounds like a euphemism that I am into. I don't think Twain's fucking cleaned themselves since the day they were born. We can we walk in the buff? rain? It's fine. Oh yeah, the bathhouse. Yeah, but that was more like just sitting in water. Yeah. Well, that's alright. We can we can have like big stinky twain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the idea of cleaning oneself would be strange to twain. Yeah, you just sort of like let let yourself reach an equilibrium point of like filth. Like this is fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So back on the road. On the road again. It's a nice day out. The rain of yesterday that seemed to sink into you and trudging through on the road, <clears throat> uh, making each step worse, trying to get further and further towards the goal and wondering if the whole thing was fucking worthwhile. God, I hate walking in the rain. Has passed. Today, it's kind of warming up a little bit. And the mountains, God, there isn't a chill wind coming from the top of it, blasting you all and making you feel uncomfortable constantly. Now it's a little nicer. A little bit warmer. It's worth undoing your coat or cloak to let it ripple out behind you. And you know, I, I assume that uh, if anyone's seen uh, Clone High, then the Twain's equivalent would be to take out the sheep shearing uh, buzzer and like, you know, take take off enough fur that they can feel feel cool again. No, <laughs> no. Ready for the weekend. <laughs> No shaving the twain. I googled it and I was not disappointed. What? Shaved Highland cow. (laughs) Nice. 
They're so fuzzy. Little baby. Pretty good, though. <laughs> the... You're not too... Like, you're fairly sure someday today, maybe this evening, maybe this afternoon if you walk quickly, you're going to get to Verda. How does that make all of you feel, travelling towards this town that's uh, apparently run by a lich? Well, I think we briefly talked about this many months ago in the real world. Like, we know that in-universe undead are sort of going against the god of death's wishes, correct? Yeah. Yeah. The intelligent undead, are they the same? Is it like, does that have that same, like, assumption that it's something wrong? Well, in, like, in general sense, yes. Uh, if you'd like to do a, like, a religion check, I can tell you about the rationale behind it. Fuck it, why not? Uh, Anyone can do this as well, and we can also try and do this in character. We can discuss on the road, stepping through in this nice, nice, lovely, warm day. I think Twain doesn't know a single goddamn thing. It just makes them very uncomfortable. I've got a 19. Nine... Oh god, it's trying to here somewhere. 19 is pretty good. It's enough to know that like a lot of traditions are built around pro-social behaviour, at, uh, at least here uh, and mm-hmm. in the societies you frequent. And mm-hmm. undead aren't great because a lot of the time they're rotting, right? And if they're rotting, they spread disease. And even if you have some sort of magical power and you're connected to the domain of healing so you can remove disease, um, that's still taking resources that could be better spent, like, helping people in accidents. So it's not a good idea to have rotting corpses around. So so what you're saying is zombies bad, skeletons fine. Skeletons fine-er, right? But then, like, packs of dogs come and break down and steal your skeleton slaves because they want delicious bones. Oh, ouch, my blades. Um, <laughs> See, Twain's, Twain's people funny. never had this problem because they don't fucking do this shit. Mm. No, in character, then. Yeah. So, uh, how, how are we going are to... We, are we worried about going somewhere where there's a high chance there'll be, like, a lich? Possibly more liches. I don't know how many liches there are there. Has anyone ever actually dealt with a lich before? Not personally, no. Right, because I've got no fucking idea. Can't say the idea makes me happy. Mm. What were we going to say? Um, hey, if any of you sent a fire elemental down south, can you please stop it or we'll smack you? That sounds pretty good. Aren't the undead kind of averse to fire? No, if they're dry, sure. Do they need you know, Yes. <laughs> Is that why vampires want... Never mind. So... Uh... I mean, as far as we know, like the, the lich is just like in charge of the town, right? So yes, yeah, yeah, that's what with, I with, heard. With this, assuming that they're not, I, I don't know, raising the dead to control the populace through force, is that is that any different from there just being an arcanist in charge of the town, like like on a day to day basis? Or anyone who's controlling the populace by force? I mean, you know what we did to the. You... Well, no, no, I mean, if they're not controlled by force and they just happen to be the one in charge because they're, I don't know, old and educated and... Look, my, rela- my relationship with the gods is not fantastic most of the time anyway, so if the person who is in charge exists despite God, then, I mean, it's not too much different than a lot of things. Wait, does this, this, this town have a tree of tales? Do we know? It's on the ground. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Was it? Yeah, was you it? said it was subterranean. 
Definitely got that in mind as another town, but okay. Let's roll with it. I, I mean, I pretty clearly remember us talking about underground undead town, but, like, I don't know. Did Let's... you describe the wrong town to us again? Look, possibly. <laughs> Never live that down, my friend. Never. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> Let's roll with it, though. Sounds good. It's now underground. <laughs> Isn't it on your map? Yes. As being like Jim above ground? scratching out Tree of Tales. <laughs> <laughs> you could have underground tree tales. Why not? They're magical anyway. Yeah, fuck it. Giant fucking mushrooms. Awesome. Oh, mushrooms. Like city where the roots are holding the like earth. Oh, that's it, dank. And like a tree of tales grows above dank. it. Dank. And they just whisper to the roots. Oh. Good shit, right? That's really cool. Original character, do not steal. <laughs> uh, Kidding. <laughs> well, roll like uh, roll a survival check. I guess is the closest one. Survival of history to know if there's a tree of tales in this town. Natural twenty. I'm not even gonna pick up that dice. <laughs> yeah, problem solved. There is not a tree of tales in this town. So you okay. so you asked like um some some of the people over in Bustle Lake about where there are other Tree of Tales and they did not mention Verda. 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 Sorry. I, I, I assume you told that to the rest of us. Yeah. Okay, well, I was going to say if they have a Tree of Tales, then I guess that means that regardless of who's in charge, they're, you know, part of the community, but maybe not, right? Yeah, maybe. Hmm. I mean, there's only one way to find out. Yeah, I, I, I'm willing to believe that maybe it's just like any other town, but, like, they don't have to worry about a line of succession because the mayor's never going to die. And maybe we'll be proved wrong and it's, like, a problem we have to deal with, but uh, maybe maybe he's fine, you know? I mean, I'm curious. I'm certainly curious. What I, sort of trade routes does the town of Undead need to set up? Well, is the town Undead or is it just the leaders Undead? I don't know and we'll find out. Yeah, I guess. So I guess we, we can't exactly it. judge this book just yet. Yeah, like, it's fine, it's fine. Look, all we know is that someone in there is making threats about that tower with their fire elementals, and I don't want to profile the lich, you know? Maybe maybe that's not who did it. Dead. I want to meet Bone Daddy. I want to say hi to Bone Daddy. Dead people are people, too. Dead what people fine. are people, too. They're still people. Like, if they're still cognizant, they're just, you know, a little saggy. Ah, maybe a yeah. little sloppy. Hey, Gab. Uh, yeah, yeah. What do you mean by Bone Daddy? What's that? Um, well, you see, it's an out-of-universe reference I was making. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Not explain it in character. Explain it in character. Uh, I mean, is a, there's a better than even chance my dad's dead, I guess. I don't know. Wait, <laughs> Wait you don't know? I don't know which of my parents was the elf, and the other one... Would be at least in their eighties. So is that is that what elves call their deceased parents, bone daddies, and? No, I was, I was I was being flippant. Don't worry. Oh, it, it's Eliza. It's just... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, buddy! Oh, buddy! Oh, buddy! <laughs> Wasn't that what we called the weird witch doctor that came in that one time? Yeah, I don't know. The one with all the supposedly human bones strapped to him. Didn't someone push him into the into the river? Yeah, we pushed him into the river. That was yeah, good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, how how far are we from Verda, Jibbles? Well, a an appropriate distance that can be described as by this afternoon, unless you stop for a long lunch, and then it'll be this wow. evening. Perfect. Do we want to do anything like special on our approach? I mean, 
do we go in there pretending we're other people? Do we, like, not make a big show of approaching? What do we think? I mean, Linda, you're good at being sneaky. What? Well, okay, not not in the same way that Brayden is. Like, in the other sense, where you, like, can, can be other people, and you can pretend, like... Oh, this is a race thing. <laughs> Technically, it's more of a species thing, but, you know. Oh, I'm just saying, you've... Yeah. You should know about going into a town and laying low, right? Well... Do you think we might need to? I mean, like, my preferred method is always to just walk in, start talking, and see who doesn't try to punch you, but, like... No. If you no. want to be stealthy, I wouldn't want to make a town ruled by a lich super suspicious of us right out of the gate. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, I'll be honest with you, usually when I go into a town, I try not sneaking around. Except for that one time I was in a bag. Eat what? I'm talking about earlier, when we were all in the bag. Where we found Nona. Oh yeah, the, the tent bag. Uh, <laughs> oh I think God. the plan I've got is the fact that if there are uh, uh, dead things around, mm. then there's probably gonna be predators. Yeah, I, I can see that. Unless they... Sca- scavengers and... Oh yeah, maybe scavengers. Big, big crows. Oh, I love crows. Yeah. Well, yeah. Also, you can get things like bears. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you know, Nona might find some new bugs. Oh yeah. Get some like. Actually, actually, uh, Nona. Yes. Nona, quick, quick question. You're you're magically inclined, right? I think so. <laughs> right. Uh, could you? Do you have, do you have a way of like detecting undead nearby, or is that something not, not something you can do? Out of character, let me just get up D&D Beyond. <laughs> I don't know if you can. I'm just like, I'm this sorry. is like in universe, not understanding how magic works. <laughs> uh, really want her to just like walk into Verda and see like a walking skeleton and be like, I can detect undead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with your eyes. Uh, I don't think it's a specific spell. You have protection from evil and good, what but do not. You uh... see with your average eyes. <laughs> Dead people. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's how it goes. Uh, I, I don't think she has anything. Okay. But but I do have text from Evil Good. So saying that, Nona's just going to zone out of the conversation. Uh, okay. Check it out. <laughs> just like, right. picture Nona, is it blue screening, or she just kind of tilts her head to the side and stops paying attention? Or does she get yeah. distracted by a bug? Um, bit of both. <laughs> I'm going to say we're probably going to have to rely on the uh, the old everything else detectors. You know, Gav, I'm saying follow your nose. Wherever it goes. And the overtly pointy ears. They're not that pointy, fuck off. They're a reasonable amount pointier than the average bear. Uh, mm. I do Mm. like bears. You're a bear? No, I'm not a... No, no one's a bear. Oh, wait. Oh god, this is gonna be like the child thing again. I think I'd notice if one of our group was a bear. I mean, can't you turn into a bear? Yeah, can't you turn into a bear? Ah, I've never tried. I feel like Nona's a little bit excited about this. Ah, all right. uh... No, let's save the bear stuff for for later, maybe. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I like where this is going. Maybe if there's, like, a bear at town, you can turn into a bear, and you can talk to the bear, and you can make a bear friend. Aren't bears territorial? Uh, the word bear is starting to lose meaning. You know when you say a word too many times? <laughs> I don't think other bears would be happy to see another bear. 
Give me a nature check. <laughs> I mean, look, I think once we're in town, we should keep any spell casting to the bare necessities. Um, I, um, uh, uh, first roll for the night. No, no, second roll for the night. It's a fucking critical miss. A one. Yes. Fran doesn't even know what a bear is. Oh. Um, look, you've seen bears, like small bears, hanging around like larger bears, so they they got to get band together for, for protection, right? Oh, God. And these smaller bears, they, they do, they do, they like roll around and they do silly things, so they must be pretty happy to be with the other bears, right? So, like, bears must be happy to be with other bears. Holy shit, Jim. You okay? <laughs> I'm gonna laugh so hard if, like, midway through Tree of Tales, we just see this, like, fucking pack of bears, like, bear six bears one. just walking bear along together, one. trying to be like, I fucking knew it! <laughs> it's really more of a, Twain doesn't understand baby bears compared to adult bears <laughs> that's going on here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, lord. <laughs> well, I'm waiting for the bear payoff further along in this campaign now, Jim. Yeah, well, shit. Better, <laughs> all the tagline fa- bears. And fans will be like, foreshadowing, foreshadowing, he planned this. No, just like bears. <laughs> yeah, you do. So, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> um, Like, I guess there's, if there's anything else, otherwise, the day progresses and you trudge further. Yeah. We wander through. Towards Veda. Verda. Yeah, probably shouldn't have called it Verda, given... Uh... <laughs> we go to Verda and get them murder. And also letter K. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like it yeah. would be verdant. Might be. So, oh, sorry, big yawn. Um, yawn. The day progresses, and it's relatively pleasant um, to walk in the sunshine and like hold your packs over one shoulder so you get a bit of a breeze over your back. And you keep your eyes peeled a bit to see if any sort of angry or hangry beast tries to gnaw your nipples off, but nothing happens. Very specific uh, part of the anatomy. Mm. Well, that's what bears do, don't you know? Obviously. Um, I now do not want to meet any bears ever. I believe anything Twain has to say about animals. I trust them, like, implicitly. I'm I'm quite attached to my nipples. Hang on, I'm going to make a nature roll. Eh, <laughs> uh, an eleven. I kind of know what bears are, but I'm not gonna correct anybody. <laughs> yep. I've seen pictures. <laughs> They're really muscular men with hairy chests. <laughs> and you are on board with this. Yeah. Like, oh, Twain's gonna turn into a bear. All right. <laughs> <laughs> We're just picturing like. Someone going through known as like taxidermy collection, we're like, what's this round thing? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh my. <laughs> oh my! Don't worry, Twain. If you have to turn into a bear in a show of solidarity, I'll become an otter. Uh, I uh, uh, right? They hang out more than you'd think. <laughs> um, uh, all right. I I guess I didn't realize that they spent that much time in the water. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a good, like, hunting salmon pun, but it just... I, mm. eh, it doesn't really work for bears and otters. <laughs> no idea. <laughs> and then, before long, you can tell the wind changes and there's a bit of an odd scent on the air. Oh. Rotting corpses. <laughs> well, 
Like, fuck it. Everyone roll me perception, please. Let's do it. Yeah, shit, I dropped dice. Um, I got a dirty 20. Uh, I got a dirty 21. A 9. Perception? Oh. Yes, please. Perception. <clears throat> 7. Oh, Those um, who get please. above our uh, ONJ. Um, quickly, uh, sorry, music. Um, oh, a 14. Alright. Well, look, no one is surprised that Nona has low wisdom. <laughs> now, we, um, those who get above 10 recognize their, like, ascent on the wind that's like, mm, corpses, yep, definite corpses, not good. But those who get above 15 get a subtler, more sweet, kinder scent that's, uh, like, fresh flowers. It's odd. And, like, distilled rose water, something like that. Some sort of nice smell that's sweet and floral. And that's odd. It's not covered up by the scent of corpses. It's not doesn't fix the scent of corpses either, but it certainly helps a little bit. Mm. Which is interesting. Keep an eye out for wolves. Uh, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for wolves. probably still, still really... Actually, you know what, Brandon's just like, oh, I've got some... One of the mountain flowers up here has really got up my nose. I can't smell anything. Uh, well, let me tell you, it smells fucking weird. It's, uh... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's like when someone's trying to cover up a bad smell with something nice, you know? Oh, sorry. Oh, man. Are you okay? Oh, I just think I'm really allergic to one of the mountain flowers near here. Oh. Well, at least you can't smell the good stench of the rotten flesh. As yeah, it's of it's the body of those who once owned it. It's fine. Yeah, I'm just getting hardly breathe. The 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 distinct scent of something formerly alive. Is my so... face breaking out in hives? No, you're fine. Okay. Oh wait, no, my nose is just usually this big. Would it? Would a st- Would you roll a stamina? Uh, sorry, Constitution check. Uh, save against uh, pollen reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I know, I'm just explaining why I'm like getting a seven, but yeah, I'm. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'll roll a con save. Uh. <laughs> Uh, I like like making things out of my character. Twelve. As you do that, uh, Twain's going to pat you on the back and give you resistance. Thirteen. <laughs> and that's going to last you a minute. Thirteen. It will feel like you're sniffling and you sneeze once or twice, but you can feel your sinuses decide. Actually, I'm going to be okay, and they start clearing up a bit. Oh my god! Oh, oh, I can breathe again. Oh god, why does everything now smell so much You've like us? Got- You've got that for a minute, so I'd suggest you enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, yeah, I've been able to breathe. Uh... The next conversation, Brandon's going to be like, oh, fuck! (laughs) 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 Taking a few steps further and coming up to the top of a hill, you begin to see the rise of Verda. It looks smaller than it should be. Like, only one or two buildings surrounding, like, a darkened area and what appears to be, like, a sheet of cloth or something spread out and held up a little bit off the ground by uh, ropes and poles. Now, does it resemble the last very large cloth we encountered being that tent we were under? No. Okay. That tent was in Gerb. Well, I know, but is it this like, oh no, I can tell this was made by the similar tenseman. <laughs> Time for a perception check. <laughs> oh god, they're Big bad world. campaign. Well, it's just motherfucker loves just tents. pitching tents. Yeah. 17. 
20. Uh, it's pro- 20, cool. Placid uh, 20. 17, so uh, probably not the same. It doesn't look like a tent, it looks like a tarp. The turret count is all off. And, just wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and 20, no, 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 because that's a tarp that's supposed to keep, like, rain from falling in an underground yeah. passage. Uh, it's just to make sure that water doesn't run down into a, it looks like a, a passageway of some sort. Hmm. You obviously don't want to get too much water down there, because otherwise, you know, where else is it going to drain out? There are a couple of buildings surrounding it appear to be made of stone, and they're squat, and they're small, and they don't spread out too far. Mm. Got like a kind of strong brownish tint to the stone, like it's a, um, a discoloration, but with the occasional marblings of white that move through it. It's quite striking, these buildings. There doesn't appear to be anyone wandering around. Yeah, I was going to wonder if we could check for any, like, guards or sentries. Not so far as you can see. Hmm. Uh, should we just go down there and knock on the tarp to introduce ourselves, or...? Uh, yeah, we... How, how good are we at... I mean, Brayden's just going to like, oh, wait, no, we got the burning torch, never mind. I keep forgetting about that. Hmm. I mean... Alright, yeah, let's let's just go introduce ourselves, I suppose. And we'll be careful, all right? If yeah, something careful. fishy, we, we respond appropriately. Uh, very, very sensible. Yeah. <laughs> Dwayne, you going to be okay going down, going uh, underground again? I uh, can't say I'm enjoying both the thought of being underground once again and being near dead things that aren't buried. Uh, maybe if we talk to someone there, they'll agree to meet us up top. Maybe. maybe. Uh, all right. Do you want to hold my hand? Ah, uh, no, nah, I'm good. Brayden's head's about the right height, and I just slap my hand down on his head and hold on. <laughs> Works. Aww. I'm constantly casting resistance, by the way, because it's a cantrip. <laughs> just perma resistance. Channeling out, out that energy is a little complicated. It's going to take most of your concentration, but sure. Yeah, I'm cool with that. It's, it's either that, or I have to look at everything else around me. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. a distraction. Yeah, I'm happy with that. <laughs> Try to keep yourself uh, distracted from what could possibly be out. You start walking down the hill uh, mm-hmm. towards the town, and that, that scent doesn't get stronger or more powerful the way you, th- the way you thought it might. Uh, it just seems to be this undercurrent that sits on the wind somewhere, but not too far. Okay. Then, before too long, as you start getting just a little bit closer to one of the closest squat building, barely taller than um, Linda in her current form or Twain, you can see on the horizon just this humanoid shape of bone. Yes, clearly bone. Holding a a pitchfork. Mm -hmm. And it's standing stock still. Not moving. Is it looking at us? No. Hmm. It's like it's pointing and it's not pointing, but it looks like it's going a completely separate kind of off a little bit towards like the horizon maybe? Should should we introduce ourselves? It's just pretty far away. You could yell at it, but it's certainly out of normal conversational range. That is, of course, if it's hearing is it all normal either. Hmm. A little bit more time to look around and see what's going on, and you see that it's, that it's behind a fence. 
and it's standing on earth that's been recently tilled and it's holding a pitchfork and there's a pile of hay even further off in the distance all bundled up into a large pile what's it feeding the hay to <laughs> so we've got jim if you say a bear is like is this just an undead version of a scarecrow or it's an undead farmer maybe Look, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna say hello. You know, Tw- Twain would normally say hello, but Twain doesn't like this, so I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. We finally found something Twain's not willing to be friends with. <laughs> well, we'll see if they're friendly. All right. Uh, you, you lot stay low just in case it decides to chuck something. Um, and uh, Gav will wander a bit closer to what feels like like a safe sort of shouting distance. Cup his hands over his face and yell, uh, h- "Hello, fa- fa- farming skeleton! Hello!" And like, it kind of turns with its whole body, like its little feet shuffle as it turns its way over to face you head on. Hi, hello. And like, it raises, it drops the pitchfork entirely to raise both hands up, like it's trying as hard as it can to look unintimidating. Uh, hey, I, I'm guessing you don't have a tongue, but do you talk? <laughs> Can you take me to your supervisor? <coughs> Please. I want to see the manager. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, roll, roll diplomacy against skeleton? I, <laughs> I think you're going to have to. Could I have disadvantage, please? Yeah, let's get disadvantage uh, persuasion check. Yep. Oh no. Uh, I get a 10, unfortunately. Goodbye, natural 20. I'm so sorry. It doesn't seem to react in any way. Mm. Just kind of makes that sound as it's staring at you. Uh, you, you, you keep that up, buddy. Uh, <laughs> and, and like, walk, walk back to the group. Uh, okay, um, so it didn't attack me. It did just sort of look at me and make a weird sound. So... It dropped its weapon when it went... Sorry, it dropped its pitchfork when you went near it, so... I'm yeah, gonna... I mean, I, I sort of got the vibe it was trying to look non-threatening, right? But it also wasn't very, um, talkative, I guess. Yeah, uh, maybe we can see if there's any other mindless undead servants around. Well, I mean, look, we're, we're near one of the actual buildings. Let's let's have a look in the building, huh? I mean, is that not trespassing? We can knock on the door. I assume there's a door, it's not just like a, you know, a bunker, you know? Jim, is there a door? Is there a door? Yes. So, like, to at the closest building or near underneath the top? The, the, the closest building. Yes, we... there absolutely is. Um, It okay. appears to be... Like, it's not made of wood, it's another stone door that's clearly cut out of the building mm-hmm. itself. And it's gotten written in the common script, and underneath Elven, and then underneath Dwarven, it mm-hmm. says, knock three times and enter. Oh, well, it's polite and direct, I guess. Uh, who wants to go first? Eh, fuck it. Under walks up and knocks three times. The door starts to open. Before, but like, as soon as the third knock rings out against this stone surface, which is, like, difficult for you to smack your knuckles into, but you're tough, it's fine. She's a barbarian, she's got it. Exactly. The, The door starts to, like, fade. It kind of shimmers and then 
falls away in thousands of droplets of tiny rock sand. And then... That seems like very expensive. Okay. And it's free for you to enter. (coughs) And I do. (coughs) Inside is what appears to be some sort of small office. Because there's, like, a, a big ewer of water and, like, five cups made of glass, very tastefully appointed, <laughs> and a desk made of, again, stone. Quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't have any of the same symbols or writing on it that the door did. It's kind of squat, a little bit short and thick as well. And there's, behind it, there is a zombie. Like... A living undead dude, or like yeah. brainless, mindless? Okay. Well, it looks like a per- a person. It's definitely a human shape, and probably a human corpse at some point. And it's a little rotted, but not too bad. And the smell in here isn't awful. And they kind of look up at you and kind of blink a couple of times and push a piece of paper towards you. Okay, I'll take the piece of paper. It says, standard entry to Verda, please end sign here. Okay. Forging tools. <laughs> I mean, Linder's not her real name anyway, so... That's fair. Just sign Linder. Okay. Excellent. It seems oh, to no. fizzle... paperwork. <laughs> it seems to fizzle and fade away, the words disappearing into the page. All of them. And then, mm-hmm. then it comes back with more text that says... Welcome! This is your first time to Verda, it seems. Do you need an explanation? Uh, I'm gonna look to the guy and be like, is there anything vital I need to know other than this town is run and occupied by the undead? Uh, you're asking this of the zombie not writing it, kind of chance? Okay. Just, just yes or no. You know, so nod. It kind of tilts its head a little bit and lets out a uh, sound. Hmm. Okay, uh, I will write on the paper, is Verda welcoming of the living? You get more words float up from the page after yours disappear, and they say, yes, with an exclamation mark. We are very happy to have a large contingent of living people here in Verda, and we accept travellers of all kinds. Smiley face. Oh. Emojis. Not as food stock, question mark. <laughs> Culturally insensitive, alright. I'm just covering my bases. (laughs) It's not a bad assumption, let's face it, right? (laughs) There's a small pause in the response this time. Before the words float back to the top and say, We do not eat sentient creatures. And then, like, silence for a little bit more until the words disappear before you have a chance to respond and they're replaced with another piece of text that says would you like to speak to a supervisor oh do i want to be a karen (laughs) you haven't demanded it so do all visitors need to go through this process individually or can one vouch for a group i can't write exactly that's what i'm worried about If flo- like the text uh, floats away, writing's not going to be great. The text floats away, and then it comes back to the top, and so it, it comes back up. It says, "All guests need to be registered, especially under our current circumstances, being what they are." Uh, okay, I'm going to try writing Gavin Twain 
Brayden Nona on the paper. Okay. Do me a perform or bluff check. Or I um, guess thieves tools with charisma. I'm actually proficient in forgery. Yeah, sorry. I forgery is much more appropriate than thieves tools. I'm <laughs> I meant forgery, but yes, please. I think that with charisma would be the most appropriate. Uh, hang on, I don't remember how that works. My damn forger kit. Likely proficiency bonus plus your charisma modifier. Tools don't, by default, have a skill attached to them, so you need to, like, add your most okay. appropriate. And in this circumstance, it's charisma. Oh, okay, so that's seven. <laughs> Ten. <laughs> so, after a moment, your words sink into the page, and they come back with a great exclamation mark smiley face. Well, that was easier than I would be. Um... Do we have any questions we really want to ask them? I mean, other than about their potential religious practices. I'm curious as to what this current circumstances business is about. Yeah, yeah. Can we ask about that? What's going on? Uh, is something bad happening here? The words, yeah. the words disappear and then come back very quickly with no exclamation mark smiley face. Verda is a safe. <laughs> 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 is a safe place for all living creatures and the Hang undead on. exclamation mark. Hang on. Are you part of a tourism board? Silence. <laughs> no reply from the page until more text floats up that says, "Would you like to speak to my supervisor?" <laughs> Oh, God, adventures and Right. Oh. Yes, please. I'm sorry your arts degree didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon. Targeted Too attack soon. to this game. Like... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoops, lol. I, after a few you, seconds, a, like, like, a shimmering sensation rolls over all of your skin, and uh-huh. it, it tingles all over, like it's just spreading from the one shoulder over to the other and radiating out to the middle of your torso. And then in the corner, there is like like a sallow, yellowy-skinned person who brushes themselves off and a fine layer of dust falls off. And they let out a winning, huge grin that is obviously fake, but at least they are making the effort to try and appear friendly real, real and normal. service grin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Yeah, dead behind the eyes, but real wide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Are they going to ask us to wear masks? No, that would be uh, too, too topical. Suit. Yeah, no, too never. typical. Too current. And they, they, with that big smile, they say, Hi, uh, my name is Tomathan. Hi, hi, Tomathan. Yes, uh, what can I do for you today? Uh, well, first off, welcome to Verda. I believe it's your first time, all of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure is. Lovely. Can't say I've done this before. It is lovely to have all of you. So, I believe you had a couple of questions for me. Can I offer you some water? Any, like, points towards the ear of water and a couple of glasses? How long has that water been there? <laughs> a chuckle. It should be refreshed at least daily. It's one of the opening tasks when uh, the build the spell allows people to enter after knocking a couple of times. So it should be available and sure. fresh. Sure. 
Can I just quickly check in on how Twain's doing? <laughs> Twain is staring dead ahead, trying real hard not to move too soon. Oh, sweetheart. Okay. Friend goes and gets a glass of water. <laughs> you drag Twain over to the water. <laughs> no, he's getting a glass of water for himself, and then he'll bring a glass of water over to Twain. No, no, Twain Twain's got Cl- their hand. Just clamped themselves onto your head yeah. and was dragged right. along with you. You're their, like, emotional support rogue. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just need to clear my sinus. Oh, you know what? <laughs> uh, so, Thomas. Thomason. Thomason, Thomason. thank you. Uh, yeah, so I'm Linda, and nice to meet you, and all that. This and this is, is your not... party! Welcome, Linda! So is this, like, a town, or, like, a theme park? It's a town. It's a town. Um, we all live here, and we're not paid to live here. <laughs> but there are some duties that help the town overall. So uh, those of us who enjoy speaking with people the way I do, uh, everyone doesn't need to roll an insight to see that he's uh, putting that on, then we're given occasional duties to uh, handle some of the negative press that gets thrown around about our lovely hometown. I'm born and raised here in Ferda. Uh, I, like. I got that. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's a funny, funny joke. Um, but were you actually like born alive here, and then you died of na- natural causes, and were he's brought not back? He's, he's not going to be a dead guy. He's just like a weird-looking dude. <laughs> <laughs> just real pale fucker. Yeah. Like, <laughs> kind of gives you an odd look and says, "Natural causes." No, I was born here. My my parents moved here um, years ago, uh, and then they, they had me, and and one of them died in a uh, magical accident, and then they were raised, and their marriage continued quite happily, and I got used to dear old dad being a bit dear old dad, dear old <laughs> dear sorry, old dead sorry. indeed. <laughs> oh, the dear dad. Uh, and then when I got crushed by a tree, well. My parents said, why not get him back? And here I am. So you died of, like, real natural causes. Just straight up a tree. Alright, cool. <sighs> That's rough. That's rough, buddy. We almost killed a tree once. Um... <laughs> Wayne's eye twitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, can I, can I just uh, ask something real quick? Uh, uh, uh-huh. You, you don't happen to have a lot of uh, fire elementals here, do you? Or those that use them for tasks? He considers for a bit. I believe the waste management team use a fire to deal with trash. And like, a like fire a... elemental. Okay, uh, that's... Hmm. That that might actually be helpful. We're sort well, of here to, hmm. to speak with someone who we believe sent some, uh, some fire elementals uh, <laughs> from this direction. Well, if you're looking for magical expertise, and that's why you're here, we could try and get you an interview with Erica. Erica? Uh, our glorious leader, Grand oh, Lich oh, Erica well. Salmarin. Uh, yeah, 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 that's probably There's useful. the chasing salmon joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Salmarin, how could you? Uh, look, I mean, if... if... Uh, if, if they're free, I'm sure we'd love to have a quick word. Um, well, you see, Erica is interviewing people, um, and so we could get you in to speak to her, uh, and you could interview her while she's supposed to be interviewing you, right? What's she interviewing people about? Oh, 
I, I thought you knew all, all visitors and he looked shocked like a couple of we're, we're, we're like we're visitors from a long way off we're not even native to the sheath um I'm native to the sheath. Sorry, not the sheath. This I meant, is... I meant the, the veil. Uh, so we're a little behind on the, the, the current events. Right, 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 yeah. right, right. Um, well, maybe I should warn you before you come in, then. Warn away. Yeah, sure. Thank you. And, okay, so an offshoot, and, like, he seems to be weighing words and both of his hands move off to one side awkwardly. Cult of Ingrist has declared war on oh. us. Linda looks so oh. excited right now. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, yeah, that's not great. Um, mm. okay. So you're like rival cults? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, cults don't really tend to care about anyone unless it's someone who's like going against their own culty stuff with other culty stuff. Given Ingrist's usual stance on the undead. I'm not surprised that we stand against them, but uh, it's not going to stop us from defending ourselves. That's fair. So so when you say interviewing, you mean hiring like mercenaries? Hiring adventurers, exactly. And uh-huh. you are all clearly adventurers. We do give up that vibe, don't we? Yeah, okay. I mean, I am literally a mercenary. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, that... that... That could work. We could we could have a word, and I don't know. Here's here an offer. Why not? Then you could head down and see Erica. Great. Um, any anything we should know going down there? Uh, faux pas to avoid that sort of thing. Are you new to the undead? Yeah, yeah, we are. We are new to the undead. Right. Well, okay. Then the best thing you need to remember is to try not to bless anyone. Traditionally, it can deal damage to us. Uh, we we don't primarily we we like to be left alone to rest um and any mindless undead need to be treated with respect okay they're not toys they you mean like you mean like the 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 skeleton upstairs with the pitfall oh yeah well one of the farming contingent okay so they're just sort of like doing doing jobs they do the manual labor with a single necromantic supervisor and like his public speaking, uh, this is my job <laughs> voice comes back into it. Uh, he says, with a single supervisor, we can mar- uh, farm an entire field without tire. We can even work during the night. Of course, so security he... protocols insist you need a supervisor at all times, just in case one of them gets its uh, uh, hands on some sort of... Anyway, trails off. So when you say supervisor, what you actually mean is, like, puppet mastering necromancer. Blinks a couple of times. Yes. Oh yeah, just clearing that up. Fair. Look, I understand. This is not my first tour in the diplomatic corps, you see. See, well, I understand that necromancy has a bad reputation, but here it's fine. We just keep them away from the food. Oh, I'm not judging. I mean, bodies have lots of uses. Mummified mm. bodies make for great kindling. Hmm. Maybe we don't burn any bodies here, huh? Well, you've never lived in the desert. Hmm. This is how we try and... We do try to not burn bodies around here. Oh, I wasn't saying I was going to burn a body. I just understand the pragmatism of, like, using the ones that don't have any sort of sapience as, you know, workers. Fair. I guess you don't have to worry about work safety when they're already dead. More like damage of tools, right? Mm. Mm. Right, um, okay, uh... Fellow possible mercenaries, do we have other questions before we go downstairs? Twain, how are you feeling? Uh, yep, yep, 
<laughs> yep. You're still, you're still just holding a glass of water. Hands oh. it to Brayden. <laughs> Important yeah, question. The operation was to try and drink it, but... Important question. Yeah, um, do you have a lot of cool bugs down here? We try and spend quite a bit of time removing any bugs that feast on corpses because they would cause trouble to our living populace, our much-beloved and very looked-after living populace. But yes, occasionally, um, given the town is underground and has a lot of stone and clay, where we find some burrowing centipedes and other oh. interesting things like that, I guess. Hey, hey, no, no, do you have a centipede? Up, up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get another Henry, was it? I thought Henry was it's... a beetle. They're all named Henry, that was the joke. Oh. Oh. All of them. Just like there's this dead stare. Yeah. <laughs> the eighth Henry keeps eating the heads of the other ones. Uh, great, great, yeah. okay. Alright, um, I mean, if we've got nothing else to, to, to worry about there, I suppose we could... Get this show on the road. Yeah! Uh, what? Sorry, what, what's... Just just if we are going to be meeting the uh, woman in charge, what, what's, what's the appropriate uh, honorific? Um, well, her full title is... Grand Lich Erica Salmarine. Um, mm-hmm. I would start with that, and if she takes a liking to you, it could be something else entirely. Your uh, roy- royal lichness. Uh, I, I don't know, probably not royal, but I've never tried royal lichness. Yeah, we'll, we'll go. We'll go with. We'll go with what you suggested. All right, thanks. Good idea. And oh, and he seems to stop and think for a moment. Don't try bone mummy, okay? <laughs> Wait, wait, sorry. Was that a verb or a noun? <laughs> Can you bone a mummy? Proper noun. Oh, Do we... you have a red light district? Um. Uh... A rot light district? <laughs> oh. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> <laughs> Who are we persuading here? The character? Oh, no. <laughs> Natural one. GM's on board. He kind of stops and shakes his head. Uh, I'm... I'm sorry, I don't answer questions about that particular kind of district in our fair town of Verda, no. Look, I'm just asking, can I put the romance in necromancy? <sighs> like, pol- politely, he closes his you've eyes, had, eyes and says, you are welcome to fraternize with any of our esteemed necromancers. So you do have a red light district. If there's any further business I can assist you with, please let me know. <laughs> Otherwise, I intend to teleport away. Great. Um, where's the door? To, to downstairs. Oh, and like he points out the door, which has remained open. And just mm-hmm. turn slightly right from there. You'll see underneath the cloth that protects um, wind and other debris from blowing in too easily. You can walk down the entrance steps and head into the great town of Verda. Great. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this place is a cult. He's super dodgy when I asked. He hasn't seen it yet. <laughs> <laughs> he's still there. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely still there. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> right. Uh, th- thanks. Thanks for your time. We'll uh, be downstairs then. Yeah. Thanks. Cheers. Have a good day. Yeah. And he watches all of you leave, and as you do, he t- you can Maybe. see a soft shimmery motion as he teleports away. And, like, the smile disappears midway through the transportation. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh, fuck, these oh, fucking man. living bastards. <laughs> Petitioning for a rejected stamp for Stupid months. Stupid livies. Don't say livies. Oh, pumpers? <laughs> I don't think we want to call them pumpers. I want to call them pumpers. At all, avoid it. All my pumped-up kicks, all right. <laughs> um, so, Brayden's going to, like, like 
drag like Twain in the general direction. Be like, can I get someone on the other side to just give me a hand? <laughs> Actually, you, no, no, can you grab Twain's other arm and just kind of follow along? <laughs> just gone into like full freaked out cow mode. Mm. Oh, just to help Twain get around, you know. Okay. <laughs> they're they're a bit uh terrified. I'm sure can I, right now. Can I get my bugs to like come out of my hair like the flying ones and just like give Queen support. <laughs> Aww. Aww. Absolutely. Actually, Aww. I think you have guns. Music. Uh, no, okay. unless you want to unless you want to cast enhance ability. Uh, Lily is gonna like walk past. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, I wasn't saying anything. Um, oh, I forgot sorry. you picked up a fourth level. We're just going to just walk past Twain and, like, pat them on the arm and not even notice. And he's like, hey, hey, it's it's going to be okay. And then subconsciously cast heroism, imbuing <laughs> Twain with bravery. Aww. <laughs> Excellent. That's so fucking cute. Um, You're now immune to fear. For, like, a minute, but also... <laughs> <laughs> It's a start. It's a start. You know, a little confidence boost. It's, I blew yeah, a spell slot is... for, like, RP flavor, okay? Yeah, as It almost. has, like, um, uh, one that I think you could theoretically go... What would, what would fear usually be? Willpower? Wisdom saving throw? Yeah, generally. I'd buy that. So you yeah. could enhance wisdom. Hmm. If you If you want. If you want to use the spell slot for that. I mean, Twain, yeah, Twain is already... Just, Twain, yeah. Oh, but, like, um... Also, we've just, like, you know, made Twain immune to fear for a minute, so yeah. maybe it'll help. What, 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 is, what does a fearless Twain act like? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. Well, probably like normal, I guess. <laughs> Runs back to the room, yells at the paper, let me speak to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> just starts, like, attacking on Everything about this place is wrong! <laughs> Not wrong, just uncomfortable. <laughs> We've got a herbivore brain up in the mix, and it's freaking out. <laughs> I mean, they didn't attack us, that's something. Yeah, they seem perfectly amicable, which is kind of itself a red flag. Well, they're not all going to be cults, but if any of them were cults, it'd probably be this one. Why do you shit on my dreams? Well, <laughs> God shits in my dinner again. Yeah. Uh. It's no, I got good... nothing against the undead. Like, they're doing something good here, good on them. And I'm really curious about that red light district. <laughs> like, do you pay more for farther degrees of rot? Linda, Linda, I'm, I'm really think... gonna need you to not. Just, oh, don't, don't, don't give us the blow-by-blow there, please. Oh. Uh, no, no, I'm, I'm not reasonably afraid of centipedes, so, like, if you could keep any from crawling on me, that would be fantastic. Oh, you mean, like, this one? Ah! <laughs> 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 oh, that's a cutie. What'd you name it? <laughs> oh, Henry. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I actually tried to think of something different. <laughs> no, no, I wanted that answer. <laughs> Henry with two eyes. Oh, Henri. <laughs> Still pretty good. Oh, yeah. So. Oh, look. Out in the top. like, out on the street, the uh, top. Out here weights. in the fields. Okay. Um, is there is there like an obvious opening to the top or? Yeah. Uh, it seems like you can untie 
No, fuck it. This town's magical. When you walk closer to the edge of the tarp, it seems to untether the front two parts and wave back up in, in the slight wind to mm-hmm. allow entrance to, like, again, stone staircase. That dark stone again, the white marbling inside. Each step appears to be well-maintained and polished a little bit, but there's texture to it so you don't slip immediately. Hmm. Well, I guess we uh, head down, right? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. What's What's the lighting condition like down there? It seems dark, like it's uh, mm. getting dark from the top. Well, I've got night vision. I can I can go first if we need. Dark vision. Question for DM: mm-hmm. Do my horns scrape against the top or <laughs> not? Yeah. It might when you get into the tunnel part. As you're walking down the steps, the first few, Ugh. you realise that you may need to crouch a little bit. That's not going to be fun. Yeah, that's <sighs> not great. That's not helping. As you take a couple of steps into like the cave portion, and you had to walk for like a minute just going down steps to get a bit more deep and the heat is gone now now it's a bit cool and dark and really mm-hmm. dry in here and then one more step and you can see that light is just around the bend a pale bluish light like violet bioluminescence hmm. creep forward to the blue light I suppose yeah, yeah. The blue light seems to illuminate everything, but in a soft, gentle focus, like a soft light. And it seems to come from not a wall sconce, but like a painted like slick on one of the walls. And this large corridor is like 15 feet across. It's very easy to walk, not feeling like you need to cramp against each other, except poor Twain, who has a cramp, of course, against the mm. ceiling. Yeah, very good reasons why poor old Twain doesn't like being underground. Hmm. This big painted stripe appears to be glowing this strong colour. If you look directly at it, its brightness does hurt a little bit, but it is manageable. And it's a bit difficult to see further off in that direction. Uh, It's a bit difficult to see, but a little tinge is coming from around another corner that uh, is of a purplish illumination. Hmm. Okay, so they've they've clearly got a, a color scheme in mind down here. Wasn't expecting much in the way of like bright colors, but uh, blues and purples, soft pastel, like signs or anything. Hmm. No, and it seems like hmm. bends in the corridor are leading you in a direction. There are no turn offs yet, and you haven't entered some sort of underground maze yet, which is good, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're trying to avoid another gun maze. I mean, really, this whole entranceway seems pretty, uh... I don't know, given the welcoming community, I was expecting something a bit more dramatic, right? Probably shouldn't be complaining about that. I don't know, I don't know if they've had time to arrange the official, uh, welcoming party. Well, are they expecting visitors now? You know, mercenaries, adventurers? Yeah, I don't know what this interview business is about, um... You know what? You know what? What's the bet that we come down there and it turns out we are the one and only group that's come to, you know, speak with her and she's going to be really angry that we're not actually here to offer our services? I mean, are we not? I don't know. Not necessarily. We've got... We want to find out about the 
fire things first and foremost, yeah. They could be related. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Knowing our luck. It's worth looking into, at least, like... Yeah, find out what's going on. Hmm. Not bad, though. Hmm. Down we go, and uh, follow these lights, I suppose. Yep. Yep. Takes about 20 minutes of walking, which is weird, because you figured you'd, you were in the town now and you'd start seeing people. Mm. But after about 20 minutes of walking in this underground cavern, it stays dark, stays damp. Uh, sorry, it stays dark, stays dry. There's lighting of blues and pinks and purples. Until eventually you start hearing sound first, like, gentle Tsasaurus conversation, and then a little bit more. La- a louder sound. The sound of a city. People talking to one another. People selling things on the street to one another. And all by lighting. Yep, that's exactly. Yeah. Then, <laughs> I-, I hope you like it. I appreciate it. Then the... You turn one last bend before before you enter a cavern and it starts to open up the roof as well as open up in in like the sides the width of this cavern and by god it's definitely a town a large town filled with like buildings and segmented areas and people selling things to one another and it seems quieter than a town of this size should be but it's still noisy and there's people who are, <laughs> there are people uh, like chatting to each other as they sit on a bench underneath like this large mushroom. Mm-hmm. There were, uh, there are people who appear to be reading to a small group of others, and even what appears to be a small workhouse, where that's like twice the size of the other small squat buildings. This is a second floor building. It has glass or clear or see-through areas where you can see people working at things, stitching, doing manual tasks. Delicate, dexterous work, so it appears to be done by the living. Hmm. Are there, like, groups of undead down here? They seem to be, like, mixed in with the human populace? Yes, absolutely. Hmm. I'll need, like, a essentially perception or investigation check to see, um, to get more of an idea if you're interested. 16 to look around perception. And a quick look around. So How many of you shits are rotting? Perception. <laughs> Above 10 on perception, you're like, yeah, I can see some undead. Above <laughs> 15, you notice that undead are definitely there. It seems any unintelligent undead are doing things like lifting boxes and carrying them from one place to another. Otherwise, there are some people who are talking conversationally with other people, and there are, like, they talk quietly, and they wear loose-fitting clothing, so it can just fade, uh, move around them. They seem to prefer lighter, um, lighter clothing than the humans, who need to rug up a little bit more to defeat the cold. Hmm. Okay. Um, so we didn't see any guards above ground. Are there any down here that look like they're, you know, guards or authorities? Sort of person you could ask, like, hey, I've got to speak with the leader of the town. Weirdly enough, on first glance, not really, no. Yeah, no guards? Okay. No guards. Uh, what do we do? Do we, do we want to go talk to that 
that person over there reading from the book? Maybe they know. Where were you going to talk to the uh, boss? Well, yeah, we don't know where they are, though. Necromancer. Sorry, Lich. Erica? Erica. Yeah. But who do, who do we ask to find out where that is? Where do we go? Yeah, that's actually a good question. Let's, let's go talk to one of the people supervising. That's the challenge. Mm. So, you need to find a supervisor of some sort. Some sort of responsible figure. Thing is, you're mm. looking at a city and you've got a bunch of people who are just doing... Doing city things. They're going about their lives. Mm. Okay. Well, uh... Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go and see if I can listen to what's being taught or spoken about. The, the, the people reading, reading to others. Like, that's just, is that like one person at a pulpit, or...? Um, it looks like one, sorry, yes, there's someone reading at a pulpit and they're talking to a small group of people and there's, the others are sitting on benches, like one person is lecturing publicly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, maybe wander over there and see what they're talking about. As you all wander closer, um, you can see that they appear to be some sort of sentient undead because they're wearing mm-hmm. loose and light clothing and they're quite thin and you can see that they don't have any skin. Hmm. That's, mm, like, like flayed-looking, or...? Yeah, like raw muscle. Oh, gross, alright. But they're not, like, complaining. <laughs> oh, you know, it's it's a living. <laughs> I'm living, I, it's a... Oh, never mind. <laughs> as, they, as they get closer, you can hear they start, they're talking about... They're deliberately trying to spark a, a debate, and you get the feeling mm. that... Some of the other people sitting on the benches in front of them are frantically, or perhaps calmly, but it's hard to tell, writing their rebuttals so that when they stand up and argue back, they'll have something to refer to. Debate me. They're they're talking about the ethics of allowing people in their town to die and, like, dispose of their own bodies. The person at the lectern, uh, at the podium, is, is saying that people should be allowed to do with their bodies whatever they want. And this is the principle on which we were founded anyway, so why are we trying to do otherwise? Look, they, just, they're very long-winded about it, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, I just wanted to point out that, you know, trying to push for debate is one of the first recruitment tactics used by cults. <laughs> <laughs> and Steven Crowder. Yeah, I said cult. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Dear. Okay. Um, and there's no, there's no like armed undead sitting, standing around this, you know, contentious argument to to like keep an eye on things and make sure no trouble comes down. I mean, no. Hmm, okay. I mean, uh, the easiest solution is often the most direct. Uh, I'm gonna like tap the nearest shoulder. Just like lean over to someone in the crowd. Tap, tap, tap. The shoulder falls off. <laughs> I am a monk. I can punch ghosts. Your hand like starts to move through the, incor- the incorporeal sentient undead before oh, uh, it, uh, they stop and turn their entire body floating through the air. It looks like um, a dwarven ghost. Oh, hi. Sorry, I didn't mean to uh, put my finger through there. Believe me, it happens all the time. <laughs> that that that's probably kind of confronting. Um, you get used look, to it. I've been so, dead a very long time. 
Well, uh, sorry to bother you, but when, when you're in town, and uh, we were told we need to speak with uh, the, the Master Lich, Erica. Well, do you think we should talk to her about that? Welcome. Yes, Erica recruited me. I was haunting a barrow. It was oh. very boring. And yeah, not a, lot, not a lot going on in a barrow, is there? No. It's a bunch of children come in and try and take what's there. Terrible unlife, that. Defending your barrow against anyone who wishes to take things. Never wanting sounds, to talk. Sounds kind of familiar, actually. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, when Erica came by to say, Hey, you there, would you like to join me? I said, yes, I would. Huh. Uh, and wh- wh- where, where can we find Erica? Oh, in her office, of course. Could you uh, point the way for me, please? Yes. In fact, if you need a guide there, I could float all the way there. Oh, that that'd be that'd be really helpful, actually. Thank you. Um, I'd be happy to. I my name's am not Gavin. Oh, nice to meet you. I... It's like awkwardly hold out hand. That's not going to work, little man. Yeah, I guess. Try a fist bump. <laughs> You know what? Yes, I'm going to spend a point of key to uh, empower my my strikes, which in this case, I guess, just means like magic in my hands and and, and attempt to, to shake his hand. Yeah, so like you push through a bit of power, and that's up to you to tell me what that looks like. It's Gav, so it's probably just like the hands vibrating. <laughs> Perfect. It rolls through, it gets a little power into your hand, and mm. vibrates at a speed that's kind of hard to see at first. And the ghost goes, oh, right, oh, that's good. Um, And kind of taps your suddenly incorporeal, or corporeal knuckles with theirs. Extra corporeal, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, extra corporeal. Okay. And they, they, they say, oh, that's good. Um, My... I guess I should introduce myself. Uh, I'm Zavas. Nice to meet you, Zavas. Yes. Well, time to go meet Erica. And We're not distracting you from uh, all this? I've heard Point this debate before, to be honest. I think they put it on as a show whenever there's a new person in town. <laughs> uh, makes sense. Floats up a little bit and moves <coughs> off. Well, it's hard to tell the direction down here, but moves... In the opposite direction to the way you came in. Yeah, like, look, looks back to the group, shrugs, starts following. Yeah, Luke's yeah. gonna follow. Yeah. Twain's yeah. head standing on end. Aw, Twain. Because heroism would have faded by now. Oh. Twain is not afraid. Y- you know you know what, as they're walking, like, Gav takes out his wineskin and tosses it back towards Twain. Like, <laughs> yeah, this might help. Oh yeah, that'll, that'll Is there actually long. alcohol in that? Yeah, of course. Twain, like, takes a sip and immediately chokes on it and spits it back out. <laughs> uh, alright, never mind. Uh, liquid courage. <laughs> <laughs> Twain doesn't sorry, like Twain. the wine. I'm sorry. Try the wine. <laughs> Twain's never had a drink of alcohol in their life. <laughs> that makes me feel better. Okay, so follow, follow our new ghost friend. Yep, and it's a pleasant experience. It seems mm. like some of the crowd parts a little bit to let Xavier pass. Mm-hmm. 
which is nice. It seems like they respect their elders in some capacity. Yeah, and, you know, they don't they don't want to get like warped through by a ghost. That's really spooky. Yeah, it feels terrible. Two spook, two spooks. And then you come close to one of those tall buildings again. Hmm. And this one's large. It spreads out in almost like a manner, right? Spreads out far in both sides on the horizontal plane. And then nearly all the building has a second story, just to get a little bit more space. And you're pretty sure it would go underground a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Maybe powerful undead just generate dungeons around them. Maybe that's just what happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their, their personal aesthetic leans towards... Oh, I see you've been playing Neverwinter Nights. <laughs> no, I've been watching several hour-long videos about it. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Okay. The card says moops. Um, the card does indeed send moops. Anyway, um, Savian kind of floats a couple of times and looks at um, poor Gavin. Says, mm-hmm. "Well, have fun speaking to Erica." Great. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, it's been nice meeting you. It's been nice meeting you too. I'd like to tell you more about my old barrow sometime. Do yeah, you need great. to eat? Yeah, yeah, at some point. Do not forget to eat. Sometimes it's hard to find things to eat around here. Well, we we have rations, so if we can't find anything, we have something to fall back on. But, uh, we'll, we'll look around. Thanks. I'm sure we could find some jerky. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> could ask Nona what bugs are edible, but I don't think I'm going to like the answer. Screaming. She, like, might not like <laughs> eating bugs. Nona, do you eat the bugs? No, not all the time. <laughs> not all the time. Okay, cool. Uh, I would not recommend asking Nona what bugs are edible. <laughs> I don't even think the ones that she would eat are edible. I don't know. Sometimes they walk into my mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, the average oh. person swallows eight spiders in their sleep. Nona, 10,000 spiders a minute, McGee, should not be counted. <laughs> He's an outlier, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, spiders kill. Um, halfway through that joke, I was like, shit, Nona doesn't have a surname, this joke won't land. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Nona McBug sniffing. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, forgive me, I'm incredibly tired. <laughs> Oh, and I'm incredibly, I'm incredibly bathroom. I'll be right back. He's Turning in... into a toilet before my eyes. He's yeah. an incredible bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the large double doors in front of you lead to probably Erica's house, mansion, palace. Who the fuck knows? There are no guards out the front of it, which is even weirder. It's a fucking lich. He doesn't need guards. Hmm. Two large double doors with the same sort of runic patterns and the same text that reads knock three times and enter. Whew. Somebody else want to do it this time? You're all right. <clears throat> the door starts to fade away, turning to a bunch of sand. Rocks. Rock sand falling down in front of you. And inside, you can see on the other side of this threshold, a tastefully appointed like entrance hall just a vase with a couple of flowers that have been made of some sort of paper a soft red light filling this place uh, a staircase friendly. that leads up 
and walk in, look around. Is there like a desk or a reception or something? No. The staircase oh. seems to lead up, and there's a small, like, velvet, dark black coloured uh, rope at the very top of it, barring further entry. Seems the building progresses further in, uh, further, further backwards, beyond, not above, but further back from the staircase, and swings out in both directions. Uh, hello? Uh, I'd feel kind of awkward just walking randomly through your house. Not that I usually have a problem with that mind. Oh! Oh! Comes a dignified, classy voice. Oh my! Um, sorry! Uh, would you... Don't head up the staircase. Uh, come come right forward, okay? Great. Looks back and then slowly steps forward. Excellent. Just just come down the corridor. Be, be on the staircase, but don't go up the stairs, okay? I should have designed this place better. Raiden shrugs, follows the direction of the voice. <laughs> With resistance from Twain. Mm. Just... Sorry. Need to target Twain to keep moving. I'll take this one, maybe, if you want to handle... Moving uh, moving through this gorgeous house, very tastefully appointed. There are a couple of very nice rugs underneath, and you sense the faint tingle of enchantment in some places, but not everywhere. Enchantment. Enchantment. Uh-huh. You, um... <laughs> Sorry, distracted by enchantment now. Um... <laughs> You have a, like, it's like you move down another corridor and there are a couple of doors that are clearly locked and others that have the same knock three times and enter icon. And it seems some of them are clearly meant for business purposes. Like one of them is left open as a desk and uh, what appears to be a very, like a dark skinned elf with pointy ears um, sipping on some very faintly colored water and closing their eyes in delight as they do. When they see you, they stop and continue writing on the page in front of them. And then all the way at the back of this corridor is like a beaded curtain he still just can't see quite beyond it yet. Uh, this way? Mm-hmm. Sense. All right. Brad's going to go through the curtain, I guess. We'll go up to the curtain. A few more steps. You st- it seems like it's blurry and hazy and you can't see what's beyond this beaded curtain, but you definitely get a sense of the room behind. If nothing else you know, there's a desk there and someone's sitting at it. But you just still can't quite see. Is there, like, a knocker or anything like that? Nope. Uh, hello? Um, more loudly. I'm here to see Erica. More loudly this time, like she's closer to you. You hear the voice yell, Yes, 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 come in, come in. Braden's gonna close his eyes briefly and take a step through the uh, the void. <laughs> the bearded curtain parts around Into you, the void. and you can suddenly see the entire room. It seemed to be some sort of illusion or blurring spell. And good thing, too, because you would have been shocked walking up to this. Uh, there's very definitely a lich sitting behind a desk. And there's... You, you can't you can't tell her gender, but she's, everyone's referred to her as a yes, uh, as a she, so far. And they're wearing a nice hat. Mm. Like a floral bonnet on top of a pale white skull. I was going to ask if we were talking, like, skin stretched over a skeleton lich, or, like... 
just a skeleton. Wait, just oh, a I skeleton. <laughs> that is fancier. I like I like the like buffed bone, let's take care of my bones type of skeleton. They could Well yeah. taking care of her bones is exactly right because it seems like every millimeter of her bones are inscribed with countless arcane runes and power and occasionally they glow and flash with another light due to some arcane mechanism to keep her soul entwined with this body. Divinity Lich. Yeah, a little bit. Which hmm. is the good shit. Yeah. Good game. Yeah, should probably mm-hmm. replay the series. Okay. So I guess they all fall into the room and... Scribbling with what appears to be a petrified peacock feather, some sort of large feather that's got a point and is made of bone rather than... What are feathers made of? Keratin, I guess. Yeah, keratin. Yeah. Keratinous, I think. Well, that makes sense. Maybe. Okay. What is the feather still made out of? So it's not bone, but it's... Mm. No, yeah. I think it's I think it's a similar substance to the I don't know this for certain, but I think it's a similar substance to what comes out of birds' claws because it's like it's basically something that then hairs then grow out of in order to make a feather. Mm. Yeah, okay. Feathered quills are riding tools made from a molted flight feather, preferably a primary wing feather of a large bird. Neat. That's it. They just sharpen the hollow like center of the feather. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> And she's scribbling, scribbling on a page, and it seems like she's writing in a language you don't recognize. Um, oh, unless you want to do like a history check of some sort. Eh. Nope. Yeah. Look, that's private. Unless she's writing, ha ha ha, now I will kill these interlopers, it's probably fine. That's her business. I mean, she could be. There's no way for you to know. Lol, lol, lol. Uh, look, benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Now, Erica puts down her quill, pushes the book aside, and politely puts both her hands on her, uh, like her boned phalanges oh, on the table, and looks up at you and says, Well, pleasure to meet you. Uh, hi, um, my name, well, my name's Braden, this is my herd, uh, we've got Gav, Linda, Twain, Nona, um, we're here to ask you about, sort of looks around. Mm-hmm. Um, we're here to ask you about some fire elementals. Right, you're, you're here to ask me about some fire elementals? Yeah, uh, some associates of ours had a run-in with some fire elementals recently, and, uh, they seem to have come from a sort of northern direction. We're sort of, uh, checking everything on their flight path to see if that's where they came from, and uh, you're next in line, so we thought we'd, we'd check. Lovely. Well, you've uh, arrived at the period of time where I'd usually take a break, so would you like to join me in my study as opposed to my office? Uh, sure, if there's room. She she stands up and picks up the book she was writing in, folds it shut, and puts it under one, like, armpit, I guess, shoulder joint. Mm-hmm. and takes a step off to, like, a door to her left, and then opens it and ushers you forward. On the other side, there are a series of couches, a small fireplace with a very small set of coals burning, making it rather nice and warm inside. There isn't a flaming skull floating around, is there? No. <laughs> <laughs> but thank, no. You for, thank you for pointing out that I was just about to describe a sidebar, uh, here's, here's which I will anyway. skulls are attached. Sorry? All the skulls here are attached. Yeah. Two skeletons. That helps. Oh, it's good seeing a sidebar that hasn't been blown up yet. Ixnay on the et yay. 
Well, um, <laughs> I hope you don't blow up my bar, but can I offer any of you a drink? Y- yes, please. Sure. I'd love a drink. Excellent. And, like, she makes a quick cocktail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a very simple one, muddying a bit of sugar in orange peel, uh, pouring a little bit of a brownish liquid into a glass, hands it over to Gavin. The I'm just, like, awkwardly standing here as a skeleton mixes a cocktail. <laughs> Honestly, better than the last time. Thank you, thank you. Thank you a lot. Uh, Mm. How does Gavin react to cocktails? Does he just, like, I I get the feeling he just, like, assumes it's closer to, like, an ale or something, just downs it in one go. Which is a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Like, 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 not not sculling it so much as, like, tip back, glug, 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 glug. Yeah. Like, you can see she's got an odd look on her face as you do that, but... How? How do I see that? Oh, I guess the others does do. This, does the skeleton emote, Jim? Oh, yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> forgot that. No eyebrows. I don't know. Like, if, maybe maybe magical lich skeletons, uh, they turn themselves into cartoon skeletons, where the, the eye sockets move as if they're... Yeah, skeletal eyes. That's yeah. fucking neat. Just like skeletal. <laughs> That's yeah. so good. <laughs> that or there might be just magic involved. I mean, they had wow. they had runes all over, runes and bullshit all over their um yeah. bones, didn't they? Yeah, they sure do. Yeah, so I imagine and those patterns she's... might change. We we already know they use emojis in this town. Yeah, if she <laughs> if no one else makes like a motion to say yes, yeah. I'd like one. She makes herself a quick uh, drink. Yeah, brain will be like for what purpose? The mind, fucking ask. The Gav is an alcoholic. And then she, <laughs> and then she takes a seat uh, on one of the couches opposite another larger couch, where all four of you, four, five of you, can right. comfortably sit. That is a big couch. Maybe very, Twain, maybe squeezed up a little bit. Like keep an eye on Twain. Twain. Are okay. Twain's um yeah it's about the same. <laughs> Distressed <laughs> moving. No, like, no, no sound. Comforting moo. <laughs> I'm assuming like 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 a low soft rumble, but just, oh, just poor thing. tightly tightly gripping the hair on Brayden's head. Oh, sweetie. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Brayden's gonna like gently move over so he doesn't get his hair pulled. Um. To <laughs> to the the couch and kind of like like get Twain to sit down and sits down like next to Twain. So, uh. Erica, um, if you don't mind me asking, do your do your uh, mag- magicians or alchemists here use um, fire elementals for anything? Like, she takes a minute to take a deep, like feigning to take a deep breath. You can see that the affectation has not left her, uh, and like her chest doesn't move at all. But you can see the mouth open, and the intent comes through anyway. I cannot. I can summon fire elementals. It is within my power. Uh, you know what? Let's just be direct. Uh, did did you did you send a threatening message to the mercenary company to the east of here? No. And okay. she, she says firmly, looking directly into your eyes. No. Can I roll insight with? I'm guessing disadvantage. Absolutely. Here. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll insight with disadvantage. Ooh, that's a natural one. And that's a 19. Okay, so a natural one isn't going to give you much. But the 19. Um, look, 
it's a little bit harder to tell, right? Mm -hmm. Because she's a skeleton, but she's not lying. It it doesn't read as like an obvious lie. Okay. No, especially with the yes, I can summon fire elementals a few seconds before. Mm. Okay. Seems seems like Uh, she's just not concerned. Well, that's that's good to Um, know. Have you? Did your did your uh, uh, sentries or your your farmers, uh, I suppose, uh, manage to spot any? Uh, movement of fire elementals about two days ago? No. Currently, all of the sentries of any of the farmers who have also been told to keep an eye out for things, which sometimes the eyes come out by themselves. She's trying Mm -hmm. to make a joke. Um, so they're distracted by the oncoming war threat. War threat. We were going to get to that. True. See, it's foremost amongst our mind. Apparently, you're not here to pretend to volunteer. Uh, you're here to pretend to volunteer so you can get an interview. Is is that correct? Uh, we're also interested, but primarily we were here to get some information. But yeah, no, we are we are really actually covering off on who sent a threatening uh, fire elemental to some people that I guess we made friends with. Yes, fair. You know. Okay, let's make this, uh, let's get through your business first, and then we'll come to mine. How does that sound? Great, uh, appreciate it. Right. Right. I don't believe, I have no interest in threatening other towns in any way, shape, or fashion. I believe that some consider my presence and my townsfolk threatening enough. Yeah, this, this was more direct than that. Exactly. I have no interest in such a thing. It would certainly hurt our chances with Canole and me to be granted a, a tree. And mm. so that I so that I can be, I guess, clear that I've covered off on everything. What's your um? How do you feel about anything that's like you know? What's your What's your relationship with Mithras like? Like you can see another pause and her <laughs> teeth click together. Like left left field question, like how is that related to this thing we've been talking about? Mithras's main sacraments involve eating and sharing a breakfast, and while I've cooked for the town before, I I can't eat with them. But and his practical jokes kind of stand against me occasionally. Um, but I have nothing against him. I'm re- right. um, really more of a follower of Lyrist, uh, the builder, the city. Yeah, no, no, just a just a question. It's totally related, but uh, fair. If it if it's a question you need to ask, and I assume it was, it may be. Okay. Really, just trying to draw out something in particular, but uh, it seems like probably not the person we're looking for. I uh, assume you're looking for themes. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the, those who would be interested in uh, taking, uh, would you call it a shrine to Lyris? Oh, sorry, to Lyris, um, to Mathras. Yep. The tower to the east of here, the, the, the wooden fortress. Uh, someone who's laid claim to it, uh, despite it already having people there. Really? Uh, the the Skyward mercenaries? Yeah. They Someone's threatening them. And, mm-hmm. like, she leans forward at that and looks closer at all of you. <laughs> do, do, do they know to threaten the Skyward mercenaries is a grave and total mistake? I mean... They might not think so if they're confident enough. Absurd. Lorem will look after her people, look after their people, and absolutely destroy their enemies. See, whenever I have a problem with, say, the church 
of ingress door, some trumped-up group of paladins who want to expel my people and myself. Uh, I simply hire a company from Skyward, and the issue seems to res be resolved for a simple matter of gold. They And she like leans back against the couch at that, takes a big sip of a drink that immediately rushes out of her body and leaves a so, stain on the couch. So, Bob <laughs> Brayden is going to uh, try and... Uh, I'm going to try and make it... What's the, what's the role for, like, keeping a poker face? I'd say a charisma saving throw. Okay, right. Um, natural one. Um, <laughs> well, do you Brayden, break down like, laughing, or...? Brayden, no, Brayden's more concerned for the upholstery. <laughs> like, and he, like... He he just stops like dead in his tracks for a moment. There he's like, "I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry." Uh, uh, and then he goes, uh, uh, "Sorry, I got sidetracked." Um, so she... I figured that it'd probably be pretty helpful for you to have a, a mercenary company close by on side. So she's looking directly at you as her fingers weave through a spell, and you can see a bit of arcane magic in like the chest, the the rib bones glow a little bit. She slides a finger in between two ribs, a long, bony finger, and presses the couch behind her and mutters, yeah. press the digitation, and it cleans itself. So it says the word, press the digitation? Yes. Amazing. And cleans the couch. <laughs> yes, having a set of uh, mercenaries nearby who take gold and don't need to ask many questions mean that many issues around our glorious town of Verda get resolved by the sword. Okay, um, so, next question, uh, and I guess it's probably a good segue into what you're doing here, um, although I'm not going to make any promises for what we're going to be doing, um, Brayden says, because obviously we've got our own errand to follow up right now. Mm -hmm. You said that there's, an, there's a threat of war currently mm. happening, and a neighbouring, he hesitates and says, look, cult as, uh, is currently threatening you. Out of curiosity. Have any of the actions of this cult been of a nature of, like, saying, uh, I don't know, um, you know, this place is mine, you have to leave, that sort of stuff? You can see, like, a couple of puzzle pieces put together in her head. Huh. Um, yes, they they, they did claim that, but they the cultists, the, the people who are just yelling at things, who are um, yelling and destroying my poor farmers rattling their bones they i thought they were just yelling about the area shouldn't be controlled by the undead but i guess they did say they were claiming it in the name of ingrist fail a religion check um because uh, i don't know much about the, the pantheon uh here but give me a moment plus one natural 20 hey Ingrist is the god of death and the dead. He he promises endless, safe personal sleep and the freedom from accidentally raising you something to terrorize your family. The Church of Ingrist is mainly responsible for maintaining graveyards and keeping the undead from from them. Okay, mm -hmm. so if it was, it would be strange that the Church of Ingrist takes some form of, or, or even if it was the Church of Ingress or a cult of Ingress, takes any interest in something belonging to Mithras. Would, it, would that be strange? They, yeah, they, they have no need for it. Mithras concerns himself with the living bonds of friendship and family, whether found or biological. And uh, out of character, that the 
the message sent to uh, well, Skyward did not mention a god at all. It was just, this is my place. It belongs to me, give it back. That's right. essentially it, yes. Okay. No instruction as to how, why, or who. Good message. Who leads them? I'm sorry, we haven't been introduced. Uh, who are you? She says, politely. Twain. I see, and Twain, are, are you afraid of me? It's, um, well, I'm underground, and it's, well, predators, and I bury, and, um, uh, who, who, who leads them? Oh, sweetheart. I personally do not know who leads them. They don't wish to talk. They wish to destroy. It was, it's been a long time since I've been part of an army, personally, and... Half as long since I picked up a sword by myself. And yet here I am having to deal with another army. It's it's that big, huh? Big cult. Could be. I'm not sure. They threatened that they have an army. Hmm. All I'm seeing... all I am led to believe they're not quite as organised as they're pretending. They've delivered a threat. And they've proven their force. To your... Farmer skeletons which pit, with pitchforks up above. Well, the, the proving their force was like attacking our foremost chicken farm that's been exporting eggs to the local area for years. And like, there's a sense of frustration in her voice. Mm. Dealing with my chicken farm, of course. The bastards. Okay, so we're, what you're saying is that this could easily be a pack of delinquents who think that they've got some form of righteous cause. But they did deliver a threat. I mean, they did also... Yeah, no, they have delivered on a threat. They uh, gave the threat in writing to a ten-year-old child. Sorry, not in writing. They gave. They recited the threat to a ten-year-old child who refuses to say read it back to you if you forget until you give them ice cream of all things. Tell me, my friends, do any of you cook? Because ice cream is made with eggs. Oh, right. Takes I another frustrated the... sip of her drink. Right. Okay. I see. The, I see the problem. What lines out of context? All right. Yep. Yep. I get it. Right. So, um, oh boy. Right. So your problem is that you've essentially got um. Look, I'll, I'll label it as it is because I uh, I know that we usually throw around our terms in this group a lot. Um, but what it sounds like you have is you have a problem with bandits. Bandits. Like. Yeah, bandits. Like, realistically, they can put themselves under whatever banner they have, and I've known groups of bandits to uh, go through all the Mithras morning rituals uh, just the same. doesn't matter who they worship. If they're coming into your town and raiding it and cutting off supplies, it sounds a lot like bandits to me. She leans on the side of her couch and is now rubbing the bony temple, and you can hear a soft scraping sound as the phalanges move against the further bone. I mean that that's that's just in my experience, and you know, um, I guess I've spent a lot of my time with the underworld types. Uh, Brayden, right? Yes, Brayden. Bandits should be too afraid to attack a town of undead. That's why we kind of pretend we're all terrifying. Some bandits are really stupid. Like, I, it's it's not so much that it's like 
they can be very idealistic. Sometimes you'll get a very big bandit or sometimes they'll just have a big idea. And the thing is, while I don't think they're actual bandits or see themselves as such, that's where I'm sort of putting their behaviour. You know, a, a legitimate priesthood probably wouldn't go around destroying eggs and giving threats to ten-year-olds. They, they could if they're a cult. Oh, we have we have a good history with cults. We do. Uh, depending on who you ask. Literally every town we've been to. They were cults? Except Verda. Yes! Do you have a cult problem? So, by association... I mean, we're splitting hairs here. Alright, so... We do that, unfortunately. We're prone to arguing. Av, I'm just trying to work out if our goals are aligned here, because we do still have a job to do for our, our friends down in Skyward. Um, and... But I figure... He pauses and he looks around the group. Um, uh, sort of like a non-verbal cue of like, are we allowed to pick up a side quest? <laughs> uh, affirmative shrug, I guess. If you, I mean, seeing as we're probably are these are these people coming from the north? I or don't know. Northeast. I mean, Where they, the chicken farm to the north. That's true. Okay. Look, I tell you what, it's. Very likely we're going to be headed in that direction anyway, if we can't find any serious evidence of what's, you know, been happening with the communicated threat to uh, Skyward. So if you've got a job in terms of uh, clearing out a serial pest, then we're interested. Okay, thank you. I would be hiring you, like to be honest. If you solve this problem for you, there, there for me, there, there is a reward. Always okay with rewards. Now, just so that I'm clear, is the reward going to be paid in eggs? No. Okay, just making sure. She, she looks baffled. No, 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 no. Uh, gold or magic is a preferred currency here, Verda. Oh, I do like magic. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. Ever since I got this. Ever since I got this thing, he says, pointing to um, the, the, the sword, which he will not okay. refer to by name <laughs> under any circumstances. <laughs> yeah, just set the couch on fire. Don't worry about it. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Yeah, okay, sure. Yes, yeah, so he has a magic sword. He's a magic sword. I mean, it makes sense, right? Yes. Yeah, I just try not to speak its name out aloud, otherwise things catch fire. Fair. Magic is like that. Yeah, yep. Anyway, um... Yes. Uh, would you like to interview the, the child? There was a child involved? Yeah, the, the yeah, ten-year-old. The, the you, know was a mem- you know what? They, sorry, Why they not? sent a child as a messenger? Yes. Okay, that's fucked up, alright. Kind of... To be honest, he's kind of annoying, so I wouldn't be super surprised if they did it on purpose. Mm, okay. I mean, sure, I, I, I can talk to a child, why not? What would you do if you saw a child right in front of you? Child, a child. Oh, there is. Um, she kind of waves a hand at a door to to her right, like further mm-hmm. opposite the direction you came in. Mm-hmm. He's he's through there, probably reading a book, or setting something on fire, or causing mischief. Is this mischief. your child? He, I guess he is now, given that a cult sent him into my town to deliver a threat. Hmm. I can't just leave him. 
I mean, yeah, that, that, that's fair. Uh, what, what do you do with a child sent to deliver a threat, right? Kill the child? No, we just got over this with someone. Don't kill the child. Also, the nearest place I know that has any eggs stocked in it is like a day's walk away. Hey, yeah, that could work. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, sure. We'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get some information out of the kid. Okay, well, there's a doorway. Great, thank you. Have fun. Alright. So, get up and wander through, I guess. <laughs> Into a bottomless pit. She's, she lets out another long sigh and sits on the <laughs> sits on the couch and seems to collate her feelings for a little bit. So, and... so as, we're, as we're walking through, like, whisper, probably not, not softly enough, was that really awkward for anyone else? It was a little weird. Yeah. I yeah, think... I didn't get given the, the etiquette class on... Um non-fleshy things. Yeah, I didn't know where to look. Like, do you make eye contact or... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, seems nice. Yeah. I don't think you can make eye contact. No eyes. Yeah. yeah. No seem to be doing fine. Be the memory of where eyes used to be. Pretty good, though. And then... Yeah, and on, the, on this door is locked. It's from this side. You need to, like, flick the latch before, so you can open it. Don't need a key. Look, tell you what, of all of us, I think I'm probably the best one at catching a runaway child, so I'll go in first. Open the door, I'll be ready. Wow, get advantage on the grapple check as you're rushed by a ten-year-old child that tries to run past you. Yeah, I do. That was really clever, holy shit. Yeah, look, opening a room with a child in it, you gotta be ready. Seventeen. Two. A small child bounces off your arms. Oh, hey, hey, whoa. And they say, oh, no fair. No, 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 none of that. Let me out, you giant elf, or I'll pull off your ears. Looking Kid, down, you couldn't reach me. Looking down at this small thing with, like, mm-hmm. sh- long, shaggy, golden blonde hair. Wait for it not to be a child. It's like a, like a 30, 40-year-old gnome or something. <laughs> no, this is... <laughs> 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 orphan. It's such a good film. <laughs> it's de- <laughs> it's definitely like a human child about 10 years old with long like just above uh chin length shaggy golden hair that seems to curl a little bit They're missing a couple of teeth and that's oh, actually be- what a human child looks like right is <laughs> plain quiet <laughs> i cool. I oh. Yep, yep, that's definitely it. That is weird. They're wearing some, like, finely crafted smock and uh, thick pants that look to be made of some sort of nice silk. They look very new, but somehow still sticky. Alright, let me through, you old jerks. I need to get out of here to deliver the freedom. To deliver the, the freedom. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Tell you what, could you could you tell us about that? Like uh, us, not not them. Us, could you just tell us about that mission you've been sent on? No. What What do you mean no? <laughs> no. I'm gonna cast. How about them. yes? <laughs> when in doubt. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, What's your spell save, DC? Thirteen. Oh fuck. Okay, so they get 12. Oh, so close. <laughs> After a moment, they kind of look around Gavin and say, 
Fluffy! And start to move towards Twain with sticky hands. I put my hand on their head to stop them approaching any further. (laughs) I think you should answer his questions, friend. And I turn his head around so his whole body moves. (laughs) His head drops. Yeah. His hands, <laughs> his hands were stroking at your fluffy, fluffy arms. As he, but as he's turned around, he goes, "Oh, but I want to play with the fluffy." Oh. Play with the fluffy wants you to answer a few questions for me, okay? Good. <sighs> okay. I say to Gavin, "You have one hour." I'm not gonna want an hour, but okay. <laughs> okay. All right, kid, come on, tell tell us what you're here to tell us. To, but I don't know who you are. He's a good friend. Good friend of yours. Yeah, good and friend he will of... be a, he'll be a good friend of yours too. Good friend of the fluffy. Yeah, yeah. Gav tries to use like his best smile. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> like Richter's grin as he tries to look cheery. <laughs> do you do you want to do you do you want one do you want do you want to share my my treats? No, no, I don't want to share your treats, kid. I, I just want to know what you were meant to tell people here. I'm sure he will say yes to anything you want after you've answered his questions. And I'm eyeballing Gavin. <laughs> um, um, oh, okay, okay, so what what was your question again? What did they tell you? Like, what message were you meant to deliver? Okay, so first, I've been told all the time I'm not allowed to go to bed without brushing my teeth. Fuck. Both of them. Got it. Nah, that's that's good advice. What yeah. else? Okay, okay, okay. I was also told I need to, before, before I enter the town of heathens, I need to double check that my boots are tied on nice and tight. But, but when I got here, they took my shoes and they gave me nicer ones and now they are all soft and warm. That's a good start. All right. Now, what were you meant to tell the heathens? Oh, okay. So, 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 the, um, so, the, the people I was hanging out with, they said, they said that I need to tell the heathens that, that they have what's coming to them. Uh-huh. Now, where, where did you find these people? Where were they? Oh, oh, okay. So what I did was I walked past, I, I, I was told to walk past the, the small building and mm-hmm. and go underneath the magic um, piece of cloth and walk in the tunnel and then I'll run into people and I need to tell them that they're jerks. Okay, good, good. Where did, where did you come from? When did you meet the people who told you to come here? Oh, oh, sorry. You're, I, I didn't understand at first. It's okay. Would you like to see my blocks? You're doing a very good job. Hell yeah, I want to see your blocks. Show me the blocks. All right. (laughs) (laughs) The small child toddles off to, like, this... And now you get a larger chance to see a look around the room, and it's definitely a child's bedroom. There's... I, like, like, over over the shoulder, the rest of the group, like, guys, I think they, like, stole a child to send a message. I'm starting to like this group of people less and less. I uh, was about to ask about their parents. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask that in a minute once he gets back. Yeah. And you yeah. can see this room is like a small child-sized bed and a series of books and a small bookcase and a tiny couch um, and a very tiny table. It's, it seems like they take food on and they've left a small pile of um, what would it be, be some sort of uh, chicken nugget. Uh, oh, chicken meal. nuggies! Don't say the words. I'll want them. Oops, my bad. <laughs> my bad. 
<laughs> and they they tunnel off and reach like a pile nearish the bed of blocks and they push over a few and grab what appears to be a very sharp knife and yeah. <laughs> and put it into a pocket and then picks up a couple of blocks and walks towards you again. Okay. I crouch down um, in front of the kid. Hey, buddy, where are your parents? Oh, oh, um, they died. Oh, I think I didn't catch that. They, they, they died. Like they said, okay, we're we're dead now. Okay, hang out with these people, and then I haven't seen them since. So I think they are dead. Oh, checks out. Hey. I really liked that shiny thing you put in your pocket. Can I have a look at it? Yeah, sure. Usually when I show it to someone, I try and, like, uh, get it in them, right? Um. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's usually how it works, I guess. And the small child pulls out the knife and just, like, slowly starts pushing it towards Twain point first. I'm gonna, like, take take their wrist and angle the knife upwards a little bit gently and then try and take it out of their hand. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? You like it? It's very sharp. Do you mind if I look at this for a little bit? Mine. I just want to check something. Mine. But we're good to remember. Make a persuasion check with advantage. You mean I don't get automatic win? Uh, no, no, children are jerks, remember? That's true. All too well. <laughs> yeah, sorry, Eliza. <laughs> you play games to escape reality. Alright, that was a, that was a, uh, 17. Hey. Um, okay. And small child tries to hand you knife and immediately drops it, um, not recognising you're not ready to pick it up yet. I pick that shit up and fucking put it in my belt. I'm not letting a child have a fucking knife. A knife! That will be a very valuable lesson. (laughs) I'll get it back to you as long as you answer all um, the nice elf's questions. Oh, that's okay. I'm sure. Anyway, um, what sort of questions do you need to know now? Well, I need to know where the people are who made you come here. It's not what the fuck, like, a, a child says. Oh, well. Very similitude well, lost. Oh. It's fine. Anyway. Don't worry about it. Okay, so what did you ask? The people who sent you here. Where are they? Do you know? No. Um, um, do you know your directions? North, south, east, west? Do you know those? Um, yes. I know what they are. Uh, I don't suppose you know which direction your friends came from, do you? It was cold. Okay, well, probably north then. Alright, that's that's something. Were you going uphill or downhill to get here? I went downhill a lot and uphill for what felt like a very long time, but probably not. Okay, they're at least on another mountain. Wait a minute, wait a minute. When, when, you, when you said your parents said they were dead... Yes. Are your parents, like, from, from here? Are they, are they no. ghosts? No. no, my parents are not heathens. Okay. They said that they are dead, and I shouldn't talk to them anymore. What are your parents' names? Oh, um, Mum and mm-hmm. Brian. Emotional storytelling, alright. What did Brian call your mom? 
Sweetie. Um, how long ago did they tell you they were going to be dead? Oh, that was like, um, 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 well, it got cold and then it got hot again and then it got cold again. Okay. So anybody want to go ask Skeleton Lady if, you know, a married couple recently deceased, one of them named Brian, moved into her town? It's not a bad idea, actually. All right, on it. Uh, you keep talking to the kid. Yeah, okay. Where should the camera go? Does it follow you go talking to Eliza? Or, oh, sorry, Erica? Or, <laughs> whoops, you're dead now. Sorry, Eliza. Let's, let's, let's um, follow, let's follow you're back. a lich, that's right. Yeah. Okay, so... Erica is still sip, is sitting on a couch sipping, but she's pulled out that book she was writing in earlier and polishes off like a couple of words. Hey, and then um, looks back up at all of you. Hey, Erica, uh, you have a, a couple of recently departed people, like a couple, like a, a married couple, one by the name of Brian, come here recently. Would you like me to ask the census office? Uh, yeah, actually, that would be fantastic. If right? you have a census and office, like, that's a Another, like, flash comes from the bones in her ribs as she casts another spell. She seems to think for a minute. There's a one skeleton rave right here. Uh, <laughs> and she, and, like, she whispers a few things under her breath and looks back at you and says, uh, no, no one by that name, certainly no couples. Uh, some sitting undead come here, but when they do, they're generally more powerful. All right, yeah, no, 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 that's fine. We were just covering off on uh, our bases. Uh, we're trying to get information out of the kid, and it's going... It's going it's... about as well as I expected, isn't it? It's a bit of a stream of consciousness, but uh, what we've picked up so far is that the people who sent them here are on a neighbouring mountain, because uh, the kid had to go down and then up. Uh, so that's about all I can tell you right now. Now there's an idea. Thank you. Uh, and in the meantime, uh, he pauses. Do you have scrying? Like, um, you use your magic to, like, see things. Yes, I, I could, but it's not... It, it's precise, you see. I need to know roughly where I'm looking. All right, cool. Um, I will let you know if we find anything precise. Brent's going to walk back uh, to see how the interrogation... Sorry, the uh, conversation is going. <laughs> water board the kid. I don't have the decanter of endless water. No. <laughs> it is at it's Skyward. A, it's a child, you know. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair. I was going to say, it's a child. You don't need endless water. You just need, like, more water than you think. That should be enough. Uh, okay. How much water is Guantanamo? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Uh, that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Anyway, um, okay. So, kid. So, sorry, do you, do you have a name? Do you have... What do they call you, kid? Oh, um, they, they they call me Jerk. Okay. What did your mother call you? Jerk. <coughs> uh... Intuitive naming. Is that in the local dialect, or...? <laughs> if, what's, like, uh, what's you get it... You get a, confu- a confused, like, shake of the uh, head. Never mind, never mind. Um, he doesn't seem to understand what you mean by that. Where, where were you meant to go after you talked to the heathens? Uh, Jerk. Um, what, what, do you, what do you mean? They, they didn't, what? Uh, I was told I need to come here and tell the heathens the message. Okay. Th- that was it. No, no other directions. No other instructions. No. 
I've done what I'm told, which means I'm allowed to have ice cream. Did you see anyone using magic before they sent you on this trip? The kid's a bomb. What's magic? It's, you know what, never mind. I I activate the brooch. (laughs) (laughs) Ew, gross. Can I have it? Yeah, you can try it out. All right, here you go. Reaches out out for the brooch. He's going to steal the brooch, isn't he? Yeah, like he looks at it a couple times and puts it in pocket. Mm. You did that. That's sort of what I was expecting, honestly. None of you ever been around kids? <laughs> yes, and I did not like it. Mm. Well, look, uh, kid, do you, jerk, young, young jerk. Uh, yes? If we were to take you, like, back outside, would you be able to show us where the people who told you to... Told you to come here. Ah, can you, can you take us to them? Um, um, may, maybe. Maybe. But are you gonna give me ice cream? I mean, yeah, sh- sure. We can we can get ice cream. Okay. Can I take my blocks? Hell yeah, you can take your blocks. Why not? Can I take my bed? Uh, the bed might be a bit much, but you can come back here and sleep in the bed afterwards. Once you've had your ice cream. Oh. Okay. So we're not okay. Yeah, we just want you to show us where they are, and then you can come back, and you can keep telling the heathens whatever you want. Oh, okay. That, okay. Yeah. I like to tell the heathens that they have good ice cream. Really? They do? Yes. I, I'll have to get some of that myself later then, huh? Yes. You need I to think get... I'll go and get this iced cream. Twain, you wouldn't like it. I wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I'll tell you why later. Oh. Um... Anyway, uh, thanks, thanks, kid. Uh, we'll we'll come and talk to you again in a minute, okay? You you play with the brooch; it's great. Okay. He he doesn't make any movement. He wanders back over to the blocks. Cool. Close the door. Mm-hmm. I mean, do we feel comfortable taking a kid on an adventure where he could get shot at by cultists? Uh, I feel comfortable taking the kid in a direction where it can point us in the right direction. But then maybe we should. Something I don't know. Like, I, yeah. I, well, this kid doesn't have a back to go to, from what I can tell, but... Why don't I we do, take I, him? Yeah, if you're thinking what I'm thinking. Just a couple in the woods? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If if one of us, or two of us, go quickly escort the kid down, it'll take us about a day to get there and back if we're quick about it. Oh, yeah. maybe. But first things first, let's, let's find out where these cultists are. Right? Borrow a cart from America. Yeah. Actually, maybe we should talk to Erica about if we're allowed to take the kid, huh? I think Erica's a bit sick of the kid. Well, you know, there's being, like, performatively sick of the child and wanting the child to not possibly die, so let's let's ask. Alright, let's, let's, let's cover off on that. Erica could potentially scribe, by the way, but would need more oh. specific information. Yeah, I don't think this kid's got very specific information, does he? No. No, okay. No, it well, looks like this kid's just been used by... A bunch of bastards who but, I'm going like, to punch royally in the face. Ser- seriously, show of hands, are we okay with taking the kid outside, even if it is just for a moment? Like, just, are we worried about Just it? for a bit. Kid. Sorry, Twain, what was that? I can protect the kid. That's that's good. Uh, no, 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 no. Do, you, do you care about the kid? Um, sure, why not? Uh, Linda? I'm fine with it. Great. And let's, on that let's, decision, let's end America. this episode. And we can start the next one with a chat to Erica. Yeah. <laughs> to, to Bone Mama. Well. <laughs> bone Mummy. She don't like it. She don't like it. 
Thanks for coming to my beautiful oh, undead town of Verda. There was eventually going to be a child, wasn't there? Yeah, he, he set it up with the couple. Like, yeah, we were gonna end up solving their problem eventually. Yeah, by killing this kid and having his ghost go to this couple. I'm not opposed uh-huh. to that idea. He's a little shit. And Roll- maybe he'll learn not to judge other people when he is undead. Roleplay- mm. Roleplaying game. There are multiple solutions to this puzzle. Is one of them kill get a child? the cultists <laughs> to murder the we ghost get couple. The, we get the hand ferret from earlier, and we dress it up in a child outfit. We, we give put, it to the ghost couple, we and put it constantly tries to kill them and fails. We put the child in Junji Ito's box. <laughs> yes, actually, let's do that. <laughs> Whoa! Bruh. By the ankles and stick his head in, if he starts screaming, it's fine. Ah, great. Okay, yeah. cool, well, we can do that next session then. We can murder all kinds of kids. Cool, let's uh, do that later. (laughs) Sarcasm, jokes, in a video game, in Minecraft. Uh... (laughs) Okay, so from the top, uh, who were you, who did you play, and where can we find you on the internet? Dev, I play Blender, and you can find me at DexDM on Twitter. I'm Wayne, and I played Eliza. (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) And you can find me... At um, bird at bird ventures. Bird ventures. At the twits. Next mm-hmm. we have Jade. Yes, uh, I'm Jade. I played Nona, and you can find me at Raccoon Parade. Fantastic. Uh, I'm James. You can find me. I played Gav, and you can find me at Wormwoods. And uh, I'm Ian. Uh, I played Brayden, and you can, if you, if for some reason you're possessed to try and find my Twitter account, um, you can find me at Zellfeld Spa. Apparently, you can like blue checks can now give you their blue checks. It's <laughs> the funniest like, idea, right? Like, like it's the fucking divine breath from Elantris. I all right. Remember the yeah, whole time like... they were like, "It's nothing. It just says we know that you are who you say you are," and now they're like, "You can bestow this status." <laughs> Like, <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, I am Professor Jimbles. You can find me at, at prof underscore jimbles on Twitter, where you can find this podcast. Remember to uh, share this podcast because we're funny and we like attention. At least I do. Uh, feel free to go and give us a rating because we appreciate that, and I do read all of them, and it's nice to get some nice comments. And uh, I hope you join us again for the next roll of the dice.